What's going on, everybody? I'm Kevin, host of the I'd Tap That Cigar Show. What you're about to listen to is the audio only of a video interview I did on our YouTube channel. If it gets too confusing about what's going on, please feel free to visit the Cigar Prop YouTube channel, look under the playlist, I'd Tap That Cigar Show, and maybe look at it instead of listening to it. But if you're listening to it, it means you like podcasts. So hopefully all of this makes sense, and let's start the show. What's going on, everybody? What well, is up? Welcome to the Drew Estate Experience Acid <laughs> Studios. I am your host, Kevin, Jessica, and as always is Diggins. I know I kept hitting the go live and it wouldn't work, and then I'm like, wait a minute, are we live? And it's like, And I'm we are... reading something, and uh, he was like, oh, we're live. And I'm like, why didn't you say something? I did. Let's go ahead. Let's get our cigars out. What's up? Uh, I'm having so many... I'm I'm livid, man. I'm, I'm I, I, happy. I, I I saw you with uh, uh, in and out in and out backstage trying to get your uh, get get your uh, your groove on there and uh, the, the the Microsoft Surface Pro for some reason it's freezing up on me. The iPad won't copy the link. The other Samsung tablet won't stay powered up. So I've got all these damn devices and I'm sitting here talking to you on my phone right now. Yeah, and it's and it's and it's just fine. Let's um let's go and um look at that. Uh, um uh, uh, Lee Mac. See, finally we get we had to get Brad Reith on. That's right. Before Lee, before Lee Mac come, comes and joins us, what's going on, Lee Mac? Let's come up up to the top here. Chris Wark, thanks for being number one. Uh, Zachariah Morrison, Jason Hawkins, Tony Costa. Jason Hawkins, stop sending. Stop making me spend all my money. It's uh, <laughs> if Jessica, if you knew how much this guy forced me to buy in cigars. <laughs> Like every, yourself out, like every day, uh, Adam, Hulk, what's going on? It's fine. Yeah, it, luckily she uh, she smokes two Pete F. What would it be? Oh, 66. You got a uh, got a good one tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna stab mine. Do you, you want yours? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hey, check then, this ashtray. It's not an ashtray. It's a little iron skillet that my oh, mom yeah. gave me. Oh. <laughs> he's like, look at my ashtray. <laughs> Yeah, but she's like, here, this is perfect for single-serving eggs. And I'm like thinking to myself the whole time, yeah, right, Mom. This is perfect for an ashtray. Yeah, that, that, that's it, Tony Costa, <laughs> Bakersfield Gentleman. Bakersfield Gentlemen, everybody, look what they're doing. They got a, 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 a Frankie uh, is doing, or Miguel's doing a, uh, a cool thing. Definitely got to check that out. Elizabeth, Julio, let's see. Uh, okay, now, now, now I'm all caught up. And uh, uh, what are you smoking, Diggins? I am smoking a, a Hiram and Solomon, and it's their uh, Grand Architect. Okay. And then um, I've got – this one better be like 68. 66. Hey. So that just proves just a, a, a Tupper door doesn't always keep everything um, at what you're smoking. I am smoking uh, the 187. This is from the uh, the Police Sampler from uh, uh -huh. Zeal Cigars. So that is, that is my um, – that is my choice of sticks tonight. And now I don't know um, what's going on, Julio. I don't know anything about this cigar at all, but this guy right here might be able to tell hey, me about it. Hey, what's up, ma'am? What's up? Big huge shout out to Lee Mac. Lee Mac, we just hired a bunch of people here, and I made them watch your review. <laughs> they know how to properly do a cigar review because mine are always messed up. We all know that, okay? Mine are always all messed up. But Lee Mac, big shout out to you, brother. Love you to death. And hope you're doing well. Diggs, good to see you, man. I follow you all like crazy. And I am smoking a cigar that was just made for me 
if I told you who it was made for me, I, I would have to kill you and then kill myself because <laughs> uh, I, I am sworn to secrecy on this cigar in particular. But this is a Cameroon nub. This is a Cameroon nub. We have the we have the uh, spice cream uh, gordi or we call it short gordos. We have the uh, we have the uh, which is the Connecticut. We have the um, what's it called? Uh, the King's Comeback, which is our Maduro, and our King's Indy, which is Urbano. And this is a Cameroon. If you know anything about Cameroon wrappers, they're very, very, very hard to come by, incredibly hard to roll. And Fuente, Oliva, and uh, somebody else usually steals most of them. So it's hard to actually get one. But this guy is like, I have a Cameroon. If you want it, I'll roll it for you. So I'm smoking a cigar I've never smoked before, just so you know. So I've never smoked before. So. Right on. And then uh, um, the nub um, makes the Cameroon. They, they have a Cameroon nub. Right. Right, they do the Cameroon, and uh, and genuinely like Oliva's Cameroon are really good cigars. They're very very good cigars. They have they have the, the Oliva G series is really much pretty much their Cameroon. They have the Maduro in there, but their Cameroons are really really good. Now, isn't um isn't a lot of Cameroon made for um uh, cigarettes? Is that is that why it's so hard to come by? I, I don't I, I can't remember why the story was why why the Cameroon is so hard to come by. Well, I know that it's really it's 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 a rare tobacco. It, not, it's not a rare tobacco. It's, from what I understand, and I'm not a blender, I'm not a farmer, so don't quote me on any of this. Uh, I know it's really hard to roll, incredibly hard to roll. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it always splits, it always cracks. Is it a thinner leaf? Do you know? Huh? Is it a thinner leaf? Yeah, it's a very thin leaf. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, very thin leaf. Um, and if you if you don't properly humidify it, it's one of the first cigars that crack. So um, I, I'm, I'm looking through mine to make sure there's no cracks in it. Or anything, the sheen on it's beautiful. That is nice. Oh, it's not beautiful. It shiny. really does look good. It really. Does look good. It looks like you just sprayed it down with some cooking oil. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like I mean, it's shiny through the camera. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, it's 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 pretty. It really is pretty. So I I love every bit of this. And um, so Brad, everyone tells me though that you've got the best palette or one of the best palettes in the industry. So what kind of what kind of flavors do you get from that Cameroon? I knew you're gonna ask that. Um, you know, off the it is it is an authentic Cameroon, and I'll tell you why. Because authentic Cameroons have this. Um, now I'm drinking bourbon with them. I'm drinking small batch uh, 100 by uh, Knob Creek. It's my favorite bourbon to uh, pair with um, Maduro. Anything anything but a Connecticut. Um, it it has this like sweet and sour kind of taste to it, almost like a sweet and sour. And most Cameroons have that. The sweetness you're going for, and it's incredibly mild. So it's very, very mild. Um, it's a, it's a very, it's almost, it almost has a. Uh, almost like a, uh, and I'm gonna say it's because of the bourbon, a French toast type taste to it um, with the bourbon, but without the bourbon, without having had any bourbon, bourbon the last couple minutes, um, it's, it's, it's really good. It's, it's. It's sublime. It really. Yeah. I can't believe how good it is. Um, look at the ash. The ash is going. I burned it bad. And I'm sitting in front of a fan too, because we're in Phoenix. But the ash is holding on it pretty tight. Um, and it has this. If you like Cameroon wrappers, particularly like, let's just say this way. A. Oh wow! I got a lot of stuff just came in. Hold on a second. Okay, oh, brother. Just just set it, set it right there. Nothing going out right now. All right. Let me go. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, that's huge. That's awesome. Thanks, brother. Yeah, that is no, that's not me. But I'll take it. It looks like a check. 
It probably is. Thanks, brother. Yeah, so is that is that like a so five by fifty? This is a this is a four by sixty. Okay. Four by sixty. I you know what? Really, to be honest with you, it's more like four and a half by fifty. Um, so it's got a little extra extra uh, inch on there or half inch. It's really really nice though. It's very smooth, very creamy. Um, real nutty, real nutty. Um, and some really good. I mean, some really good spice notes on it. So. Anybody who asks me what's a what's a real good Cameroon taste like, I tell them to go smoke the short story or the uh, the Hemingway by Fuente. Both okay. those two, two cigars are really good Cameroon cigars. I really thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Um, now, now, when you you said that that cigar was made for you, just for your shop, correct? Mm -hmm. Now, when, now when you're a manufacturer or someone approaches you um, and they'll give you a cigar. What is what is your timetable? Like, how many are you smoking, and then what's your timetable before you decide to bring them in? Do you, do you give you, you you ask your dad's opinion? What is what no, is that? No, no, mm. and I don't mean that um, in a sense of like my dad's got a bad palate. I don't think yeah. he does. He has a very different palate. He doesn't have a strong palate. So I like strong cigars. And dad's watching this. I'm sorry, pop. Um, he <laughs> likes he likes Connecticut's. He would smoke this camera. He'd probably find it very pleasing. Um, but anything with any kind of spice in it, my dad shies away from really quick. Um, the uh, and, and sometimes you have to get through the spice to get to the goodness of a cigar. Usually when you light every any cigar, there's always pepper on the foot of every cigar. You know, so yeah. you're, it, you're kind of getting through the pepper. So I've I've had, I've had every everybody come up to me and go, uh, every time I light a cigar, I get pepper. What do I do? I'm like, well, that's because you're you're burning through the tobacco real quick, you know, and you're getting that that spice, that fire spice. I call it fire spice, you know, right away. Once you get through that. Uh, usually the, the the cigar mellows out a little bit. Very few cigars uh, start out super mellow. Very few. They all get a little bit of pepper in there. Um, but yeah, dude, this is this is a solid stick. I'll, I'll bring this in. Let's just say that I'll bring this in. So how, what's the process? So, uh, yeah, yeah. How many are you smoking? Like what? Yeah, yeah. what is the what five is the... of each? I usually do three to five of each. Um, and then when they come in, I smoke them in too. So some tricks of manufacturers I won't mention. Yeah, I, I know where you're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They're very well known for it, and so we don't do business with them. Uh, but uh, they'll give you something really, really great. And uh, like I had a guy one time, I was at his lounge, uh, and he's a manufacturer, and he's got his own lounge. And uh, I was in his lounge, and he gives me his cigar, and he has me compare it to a Cuban um, uh, Monte Cristo, and I'm like, yeah, dude, this is a great stick. This is a really good stick. He goes, well, here's the one I'm going to give you for like, you know, a buck forty-five. And I'm like, come on, dude, come on, you can't pull that on me. And he's just like, he's like, yeah, dude, these are all yours for the, just, just, just buy like eight thousand at one time. I'm like, nah, dude, I yeah. don't do that. And so what I what I tend to do is first, first I I, I smoke uh, the the samples, smoke uh, different sizes, different samples, at least three to five piece, which I do, and then I ask for a very small order, very small order. You know, for for us, that's less than five thousand cigars. Okay. So yeah, so less less than that, and then then I, I taste those. I taste all the samples of those, and I grab deep down the box, and I grab the very top of the box. You know, very top of the box, all the way down the deep of the box. Three samples of those, um, and then I know. And I have um, let's just say secret shoppers uh, for Zeal that will buy these samplers, and uh, they'll let me know as well. And I've sent I sent them samples that's to say. Smart. This is what it's supposed to be. What do you think? And they're like, spot on, dude, spot on. And the one so how guy, do you get that secret shopper job? Yeah. <laughs> That's we'll what I want to know. We'll talk later, Dick. Uh, <laughs> so, but that that helps that helps a lot because um, 
mean, because even my palate, I mean, you, you smoke so many cigars a day. After probably three or four, you're done. At least my yeah. palate is. I, I'm kind of like everything just tastes like smoke and yeah. And, and you put a little bourbon on it, it tastes like pancakes, in my opinion. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm, well, in all honesty, I think that when you smoke enough of them and your your palate is, is trained enough that you know how to call the notes, you also know um, the value of a cigar. Like, I can, I can smoke a cigar and tell you, like, and I, I know it's kind of, it's, 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 we're going to fight about this one. Um, this is this is easily a $10 stick somewhere. Eight, eight yeah. $9, it really is. Um, so I know that. I know that I probably can't sell it for that because I won't band it. And if I band it and box it, then it becomes a Zeal super exclusive, which we have yeah. Um, a super exclusive that like sells for seven to ten dollars, if you would, and and that we try to keep it under the ten dollar range. Um, but the manufacturer himself said, if you sell this for under ten dollars, I will cut you off. To which oh, I said, if you want my money, you won't cut me off. Yeah, like, touche. So yeah. I told him if it's good, I'll order this many. Now Cameroon wrappers are also more expensive than other ones too. They're a little more expensive wrapper. Uh, unlike Connecticut, which everybody has. It's like, I would say, Cameroon's very much like a Pennsylvania broadleaf. It's okay. Rare, it's hard. It's hard to roll. Um, everybody it's a lower wants, yield, right? Huh? It's a lower yield, too, yes, isn't it? Yes, very low yield. Uh, but when you get a good one, this is a short story killer, dude. I know that I know that my ref's going to call you like, why'd you say that? But it's yeah. a short story killer. It's a Hemingway killer. Um it tastes very, very smooth, very creamy. A little, little bit of hazelnut notes in there, um, and really just—I mean, it's just beautiful. It, it really is a beautiful cigar. Uh, Vejante care, you know. Um, so it's it's a great stick, but when it comes to like rolling them, when it comes to uh, you know doing that. I don't know. I know. I know how hard it is. So when, it, when the manufacturer approaches me and says. Hey, this is really, really hard. This is what you want. I know you want this. And there's been deals that I've not gone through with because, you know, they said things. Um, uh, I order from Zeal at least every other week. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate that, Devin. Um, and, and what's weird is Devin's not Devin's not on rare, man. We got a lot of guys who. Uh, uh, th- here's our biggest problem. You hear my biggest problem, and this is gonna get. You're gonna put this on the internet. So I'm squid. <laughs> Say it. Our biggest problem is I, I got to figure some kind of plug-in. We have a new website being built for us right now. Um, that'll probably launch in the fall. The biggest problem I have is people people will watch a video and they'll go order something, right? Yeah. They'll watch another video and they'll go order something else. Then they'll watch another and go and they'll order three things in the same day. And, and, and they'll go, hey, can you pack these all in the same one? Uh, shipping on all that, right? Right? Yeah. I feel terrible. I'm like, you really screwed up a process when you do that. Yeah. You know, it's it's really hard to like, because the, the the way that we lay out samplers isn't necessarily the way it's laid out in the store. So I yeah. got I got my gals, and we have three girls who work with us, and they and I choose girls because they are detail oriented. Okay, they know they are so much more organized than guys are, and they are so much pleasurable to work with. I promise you. <laughs> so guys are like, dude, I want to, and they want to talk cigars. We're like, we'll talk cigars. Uh, yeah. Oh, shut up! I'm paying you to put a cigar yeah. in the stamp. I'm not paying you to hear your opinion. About what I said, you know, yeah. anything like that. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't hire friends. No friends working here. Oh no. Yeah. What'd you say? No, I didn't mean that way. So now they're yelling and be like, "Oh great, now we all suck." You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of us are friends. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I don't want to be your friend, anyways, Bradley. 
Yeah, so what my uh, my sister Carrie, who is sincerely probably the most organized person I've ever seen in my entire life, uh, has our system of picking and everything down almost to perfection. Um, and how she hired she hired the people to do it, and then she executes. I, in fact, I worked with her one day. I wanted to see what it was like. Um, her quality control is probably second to none. Yeah. Like we we when I had my people doing it. We had so many problems. I lost so much money. It's ridiculous. Now that Carrie does it, now that she has a, a, a really good system and really good gals that do it, um, there is nothing ever lost. I lost so much. It's ridiculous. Especially when I tried to do it by myself. I lost so many. It was ridiculous. I really did. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember back at the uh, the beginning, I think I got like three different emails, and it was like, hey, we're so sorry. Something happened. Like, you may not be getting what you ordered, you know, but we'll we'll fix it. And it was just like. It's still, it's yeah. still, believe it or not, it still happens with me. Um, and I got customers coming in. Do I have customers? I do. And these guys are chatterboxes. This is going to be fun. Uh, so. Um, that's another reason we're looking forward to getting the back done. So I'd say, you know, um, this is the only space that's air conditioned, you know, oh. so uh, it's just going to be <laughs> always. Anyways, you might put me down in the comments and then talk about how I'd, I don't want to show everything right now. Uh, <laughs> so, so Brad, I want you for people that, that are, that are watching that may not know who you are. Um, just a brief synopsis in 2009, you're in Columbus, Ohio, Life Community Church. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. It's, it's now, it's now. How are you doing? Good to see you. Very good to see you. It's now 2020. You're in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. That's right. How, how, did, how did you get to Arizona from Columbus, Ohio, Life Community Church? I'll answer that in one second. Hey, Carrie? Heather? Nicole? <laughs> The girls that are not my friends. The girls that are not my friends. Do your job. Can, can, can I answer that in just one second, Kevin? Yeah. Because I have customers who just came in, and we actually closed at five, but I didn't turn the sign. Give me, give me one second, but put me in, put me in the. Uh, hey Heather, can you help them? Yeah, just ask them. To put me in. Thank you. Okay, just here we go. So um, get out. Yeah. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, what did you ask again? Yes, how did I get from being a pastor? How, how, did, how did you get from Life Community Church in Columbus, Ohio, in two thousand and nine, to Phoenix, Arizona, in twenty twenty? Did somebody look at my resume? Is that what you did? You looked at my resume somewhere online, didn't you? I get it. Okay. I think you might know. No, you. I, I, I did. I did not look at your resume, but I, but, but I did. But I did look at the prodigal blog, Recluse Pursuit of Jesus. Oh, reckless. Recluse. Recluse. Jesus, Jesus. Oh, I misspelled yeah. that. Recluse. Jesus and the recluse. Jesus and the recluse. Yes. I, I, mis I misspelled it. <laughs> right? Right? Oh, yeah. So I, I did find that. That's funny. That's funny. I can't believe you found that. That's, that's a crazy thing. Um, it, it's, yeah, Prodigal Church was, yeah. A, was a good run. So so when I was in uh, when I was in Ohio, um, I, had, I was a pastor there, and I planted a church. And uh, it was awesome and crazy and all these things. My wife was just miserable, and uh, I was not a good husband. I uh, I needed I needed to get back here where she loved the sunshine, she loved uh, everything about Arizona, and um, so I spent the greater greater. So after about three years growing this church, it was really good and I really enjoyed it. Uh, great people, by the way. Um, uh, I had a buddy of mine approach me and said, uh, "Come work with me in the." Um, in the corporate world 
uh, he had a company called ABM. It's a $5 billion conglomerate. And I said, uh, okay, why? He says, well, it gives you an opportunity to get out of ministry, to heal a little bit, and then um, kind of re, you know, redirect where you want to go in life. And uh, <clears throat> so, I, I mean, in all honesty, dude, it's you can take the pastor out of a pulpit, but you can't take the pulpit out of a pastor. So I'm always going to want to talk. I'm always going to want to share what I think about stuff and bring encouragement and, and help to people, to be honest with you. That's really where, uh, where my heart is, um, even in the cigar world. So, um, so I started working for ABM, and it was evident that no matter where I was in life, as far as my career, my wife did not want to be in Ohio. And we owned a house, we owned a house back here in Phoenix because we were here in Phoenix from 2005 to 2009, then went back to Ohio and planted a church back there. Um, and so I had buddies living in my house in Phoenix, and I said, listen, dude, it's time for you to get out. I'm going to move my wife back. She did not know this. And I said, so uh, let's go back to Phoenix. What do you think? And she still did not believe me, okay, <laughs> until the truck showed up. She didn't. She thought it was all a dream. And uh, so we moved back here in 2013. And uh, I partnered with uh, a buddy of mine, Tim Swanson. You guys probably know him, Scars Daily. Um, and he was a worship pastor in another church. I said, come follow me. I'll make you fishers of men. Uh, Jesus said that to somebody else um, back in the day. And so I said, you know, come do this with me. And he did. And we started Prodigal Church, you know, um, after about two years of me being in the auto industry. So I was in the auto industry as a service manager for Chevy Ford and Hyundai. Uh, kept getting moved around because when you're good at it, and Kevin knows this, uh, when you're a good technician, good advisor, a good manager, you get shifted and, and a GM will take you with, with you. So I worked with uh, the same guy basically took me all over the place. Uh, made a lot of money, really enjoyed it. Um, I'm, a, I'm a car nut. I'm a gearhead. I like all that kind of stuff. Um, you won't believe what kind of car I'm looking for now, Kevin. When I tell you, <laughs> it'll blow your mind. Um, so, but all that said, um, uh, Tim and I walked in. We were, we were getting ready to plant Prodigal, and we walked into uh, uh, a little place called Cigar Warehouse, okay? And we walked into Cigar Warehouse, and essentially what ended up happening was uh, our regular guy was in there, and I said, hey, where's our regular guy? And she goes, well, he quit, you know, or we had to fire him or something like that. I'm like, that's because you didn't hire us because we know cigars like, like nobody else's business. And uh, I was just kind of jawing with her. She goes, are you serious? I'm like, what kind are you? And uh, so we got on just as like sales guys at Cigar, Cigar Warehouse. Eventually, the owner would come and, and talk with me and say, would you be interested in managing? I said, anybody could, it, could manage way better than this person. Um, but yeah, I'll give it a shot if you want, only if I could have Tim come with me. And so I uh, brought Tim with me, and then we took over um, Cigar Warehouse. What you guys know is TNT, which is online. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was at that point. Uh, we started TNT from scratch. And uh, <clears throat> started with nothing as far as like, other than a backed up inventory, we had tons of, tons of cigars they couldn't sell. And started TNT, started the, the uh, Tim Bradley Cigar Review at that point. Um, very, very fun, very exciting. And uh, we just blew the doors off, grew like the 50,000 in six months or something like that, you know, on YouTube and uh, continued to grow. And it was kind of a crazy ride. Uh, Tim subsequently, I was under contract. I couldn't leave, and uh, Tim was not. So Tim, after about a year working working with the uh, the owner, uh, we both did not agree with the direction with the owner and everything. Uh, he went with his uh, father-in-law, started Cigars Daily, and then a year later, I left from there and started Deal Cigars. You know, if you would. So that's it. That's it in a nutshell. And there's story after story after story after story uh, behind everything else. You know. Yeah. So yeah. There, there, there's always uh, speaking of stories. I, I'd like, you know, because you, you talked about your, you know, how your wife didn't believe you were going to to, to finally move away. Um, 
wasn't there a story how um, uh, your dad didn't believe how you wrecked his car, his brand new car that he got? You wanted to go out on a date, and um, you drove it in the rain. How do you know this stuff? <laughs> and uh, what was uh, what was what was that what was that story? Oh, what, 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 you're talking about car guy. I want to know how are you? Was, how do you know this? Did you call was, my dad? What was what my dad? Hey, what, don't put it past him. What was what was the car that you wrecked? And then and then you wouldn't own up to. You said someone ran you off the road. Kevin Howitt, how did you know this? Yeah. That's messed up. <laughs> so, bro, bro, I don't come into your donut shop. And tell you how to do all right, this is like gotcha. This is gotcha reporting. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what car? What car was it? It was a Plymouth Acclaim, brand new. My dad bought. Yeah, I, I was a Plymouth Acclaim. Acclaim back in the day, dude. God, he bought brand new. It had a V six engine. It was pretty dope. Yeah, uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. I know it was, it was trash, but you know, for, for us, you know, we were we, we thought it was pretty cool. Um, he was a sales guy. He's always been a sales guy. I got my sales stuff from my dad, uh, but he, yeah. So one night, I just went basketball every Friday night with a bunch of guys and uh, a bunch of my football football team. We don't, that's what we do in the off season. We go play basketball, <laughs> and it was it was rainy out one day, and I swore these headlights came over my side, which just basically meant I was going too fast around a curb, threw it into a ditch, and called my dad, who who, you know, then required me to tell him how, what kind of shape I was in, and after he found out I was fine, continued down a. Uh, Profane path to uh, yeah. telling me what kind of a terrible driver I was, and I just wrecked this brand new car. And I'm about to tell you how cool my dad is. So he comes out and he gets me. We pull it out of the ditch and everything. Never got cited for the crash or anything. My dad says, uh, "He says, well, you got the first one under your belt." And I'm like, "Yeah, I did." That's a, that's like the only crash I ever caused in my life, by the way. Yeah, I've been driving forever. Um, so it scared me pretty bad. And uh, the next day. My dad made me get back on the road and drive because I didn't want to drive. He was like, "Get back on the road. You got to go, son. Yeah, get back on the horse. Yeah, get back on the horse." And I'm like, "I don't want to do this." He says, "Get out there!" My dad says, "He's so nice when you see him." When my dad just—he's just—he's a freaking jarhead. Get in the car. Go down the street right now. That's exactly how he said it to me. And I was like, "Where should I go? Go get a freaking video. Remember we videos from Blockbuster? Yeah, go get a Blockbuster. Go." So I get on there. I'm driving like, "Oh my gosh!" You know and. And uh, it was really cool. It was a really cool experience, and my dad was just really gracious with me. And uh, and, and, and your dad and your dad has on, on LinkedIn the greatest profile picture of your dad. Just like he's like this. He's like, is he? <laughs> it's just it's just this. It's just I looked at him. I go, is that really Len? You know, I'm like, he's just like, it's just a smile. I'm like, somebody should maybe have him change that profile. I think, I think what it was, I embarrassed my dad for the first 20 years I was at home. And then oh, uh, he's into embarrassing me with everything yeah, he does. It's so yeah. funny. He'll just turn to people. He's like, he's like, he's like, have you seen my son? He's on YouTube. Hey, <laughs> I'm like, dad, dad. Yeah, dad. Your, your, your dad loves telling great stories, you know, uh, teaching you how to shoot for a first time with a BB gun and you, you killed a, you killed a bird. Um, what are you getting this? What are you doing? You killed a bird. That's what all little boys do with BB guns, Kevin. Oh, yes, but but, but 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 Brad wasn't aiming at a bird. What was oh. he, what okay, okay, at? Brad. All right, this come is on. This terrible, now. dude. This is you tell you tell he called dad. This is this is what <laughs> happened. This is this is the story as I see it. So there. So I got I got I got the BB gun. Was, he, my dad did the whole Red Rider thing. 
know, like he's, he's like, what's that behind the tree? And I'm like, oh, you know, and I was in eighth grade. I got the Powerline Daisy 880, the one you could pump like massive amounts of time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I pumped like 20 times, and I'm out there shooting this little target my dad set up, and I see this little sparrow that uh, <laughs> that lays that lands on a tree like right above me. And I'm like, okay. This is before I knew that God's eyes were on the sparrow or anything like that. So I just go ahead, and I click back, and I shoot the thing, and it falls down dead. And I'm like, oh, I killed it. I killed the sparrow. Oh, crap. And so I'm looking to make sure my mom doesn't see. Nobody sees me, and I go and bury it in the garden, the garden in the backyard. So I go and bury it in the garden. And wouldn't you know, like, three hours later, my Labrador digs it up, of puts course. it out, comes back in, and what's this? And I'm like, oh, man, it's weird, man. I've got a, got a so bird. Weird. A bird so weird. It's just so crazy how that pierced through with a BB and I'm like I have no idea it's crazy thing Evan how the heck do you have these <laughs> because right now I am super scared what comes up next what's next I'm on the edge I'm on Dude, the edge just I'm send like, your dad a text and ask him real quick I know like oh <laughs> Oh that was a, I, I I promise you that that is my last story. Out of talking with your dad, those are <laughs> those are the, the the two funny ones that that I, that I want to do. Uh, Thanks, Bob. To, to bring up, but uh, and then uh, speaking of like your parents, you've got a new line of cigars out. The uh, for your uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Why don't you tell us about the cigars? Really cool. Uh, some are made in the Placentia factory. Some are made somewhere else. I can't remember what, what factory we're made in. Um, so we have the cherished matriarch, which was my mom. Um, if you know anything about my mom, my mom is an incredible woman. Um, she literally is Miss Cincinnati. She's she knows everybody and everything from uh, everybody knows her, you know, in Cincinnati. So it's been really uh, it's it's really cool to be her son, you know. Um, but as far as a, a matriarch of our family, I, I shared that a little bit on a video where the torch was eventually passed to my mom, and she's one of eight, and everybody looks to her. I'm one of fifty two cousins, just so you understand. So like, there's a like lot of people. Name. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's there's a lot of uh, cousins and everything in our family, and everyone goes. She helps like several businesses out from our, our family. She, my cousin Billy, who's a great guy, he's Billy Sutherland. Uh, he has a company called Iron Road in Cincinnati, and she helps him with the She'll call. She'll be on the phone. She's like, I'm on the phone with Billy. Hold on a second. I'm like, Mom, you're retired, and we need you here. And she's like, no, 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 no. I'm helping your cousin. You can wait. And I'm like, so I call my cousin. I'm like, hey, leave Mom alone. Right, so, <laughs> so uh she, he, she's really great um so we named it cherished matriarch she is she's and that picture of it looks like her if i i have I, I don't have the picture right now but i have a picture of her on the side of my computer when i was looking for the logo uh and it looks like her when she was younger and just oh. married to my dad it was really cool um she doesn't go around wearing a crown or anything like that so <laughs> uh, I, I thought that was appropriate for the, for the thing you know double docs for my dad my dad was a uh, a navy corpsman uh, and later on, uh, attached to the first Marines that went in the, went in the beaches of Vietnam. Um, and, you know, I asked him, I said, do you think I'd be okay if I, if I call it Devil Doc? And he, and he just got all teary-eyed. He's like, nothing made me prouder, son. Thank you. And so he, uh, you know, he is, he's he's my hero. He really is. My dad, I mean, it's, it's not a lot of guys can call their dad their hero, but he is genuinely my hero. Um, story after story after story in Vietnam where he did do the right thing. And then he did some fun things like, Stealing beer from the officer's tent and giving it to after they came back from recon, and that's exactly what my dad would do. Just so you know, and he'd be like, "You like, no, oh, we have plenty of beer. Don't worry about it." Yeah. Uh, so, 
that's fun. And then Cricket Beard was uh, when we started back with TNT days. Uh, with my beard, if you don't know this or not, I try to keep it short because it grows crooked. It literally grows crooked. Well, I kind of figured, you know, the whole, the whole Crooked Beard AZ thing kind of gave it away. Right, 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 right. So I've got a Crooked Beard, um, and that's a really – so my, my mom's is really creamy and smooth. My dad is a sun-grown wrapper. It's got some, got some good spice to it, believe it or not. And then mine is sweet and spicy. It's got some really good kick to it, some nice pepper on the foot. Metal's out really nice. There's some sweet, dark notes of uh, some chocolate, some caramel, some cream in there a little bit. Um, and, I, and it's the original blend that I had way back in the day, uh, and and I'm very very excited to uh, to have that. And uh, it's a partnership with Alec Bradley. You guys don't know. What Vitola are those, oh, okay. those come in? What's that? What Vitola do they come in? They come in uh, really Robusto, Toro, and Churchill. Okay. So we could have a torpedo. We might have torpedoes later on. Um, but it's it's really good. And I remember them sending me the samples to try uh, beforehand, and uh, I really 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 enjoyed them. Uh, I couldn't believe how good they were. I was like, "Wow, this is." Are you sure? I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I think you're like them." So, um, now, now are, those, are those banded? I saw the bundles. Are they are the individual cigars banded, or are they okay? Now are now when you get in when you're doing those, are you guys banding those yourselves, or are they coming in yeah. banded? No, they they did everything for us. I designed the bands and everything like that. And oh, okay. Sent to their guy and then said, "Hey, what do you think about that?" Um, and so I I just I mean I, I just did the design aspect of it and they did all the rest of it. You know, for us. So, um, but I, I really am. I really have been impressed with uh, AB stuff recently coming out. I think they're, yeah. they're really on the right road, um, kind of recovering from you know, I'd say probably five or ten years ago to where they were to now coming out with some really incredible cigars. The Magic Toast was fantastic. Um, I wanted to see if I could get that in some way. Yeah. That's not going to happen. Um, do, you, you know, uh, yeah, do, do you think you attribute that to uh, the kids? You know, coming on yeah. and being more. I will, I will say this. Uh, I had a good conversation with Alec and Bradley um, on like a video thing I did. One my, maybe one of my last video things. Um, I said I don't have time to do this stuff anymore. So I like guys like you who are experts at it. So I can just come and just talk. Uh, not to worry about timing. I, I think I asked you like five times, when are we doing this? When are we doing this? Um, this uh, but so yeah, Alec and Bradley, I'm really impressed by uh, Alec in particular. Uh, I like Bradley too, but Alec's more my age, if you will. He's kind of older. Um, so we had a really good talk, some, some really good stuff that they're doing. And Bradley really has a really cool passion, you know, for it. And, uh, I really enjoy that. They're not just guys who are like coming into this, like assuming like they have clout because of their dad and what their dad yeah. is yeah. They're trying to earn their own stripes. And I really, really respect that. Yes. Really yeah. Um, uh, we, we had Bradley Rubin on the show and, um, uh, uh, fantastic. And I've never met Alec or talked to him, but Bradley was, was so cool. So down to earth, and then uh, he reached out to me um, uh, last week, two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. He wanted to send a, a little care package to, to Diggins and I, and yeah. um, we got it up. And then I, I unboxed it, and uh, there was this handwritten note inside, and exactly, yeah. it started off with "Dear Kevin," and and, and I'm like, that is, I mean, yeah. that, that's, just, it, that, that's just to take the time to to sit down and write us a, a note, a handwritten note, uh, you know. Uh, I know. I, was, I, I expected after that, like, dear Kevin, how are you? I am yeah. fine. You know, <laughs> you know, like, 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 do you like to check yes, no, or maybe? experience. Yeah, super cool. Now, and I and I'm gonna get to hang out with him tomorrow. You know, down at Rocky Patel awesome. Burn. You know, so um, and uh, I told him I said even if we don't get chance, I said it'll be. Well, what do you got there? What so you got I, there? You like I get this all the time from people. Like, just I, I just thank you for like what you do. 
Yeah. You know, I, I mean, when guys take that time to, because we get we get hundreds of emails of guys who are just like, hey man, appreciate you, appreciate the show, and that's that's cool. I love all those. But handwritten notes, dude, I I keep it at my desk for those days when I screw something up, and I'm like, oh god, I'm screwing everything up. My inventory's off. What I do wrong? And I'm like, hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second. You know, Keith said this. He really appreciated this. And you know, Bradley, I, I, I'm the same way because you know, an email. We all sit down and compose emails all day, every day. Right. And right. we, you know, backspace, 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 delete. You know, right. we proofread and we go back and forth. A handwritten note, unless you're going to scribble, you have to start over. So it, to me, a handwritten note is more personal. It's a lot more personal, even Absolutely. though you take more time sometimes with an email. Absolutely. Um, that handwritten note is just—it's—it's it's something special. Yeah, I—I'm—I'm a hundred percent behind that. In handwritten notes, just speak something to the soul versus just something to the the business. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just something like you're like, okay, that—that's cool. Someone took time to do that. I get—I get Gaga for it. I go crazy, and I'm like, man, this, yeah. this is nuts, man. I, I really do appreciate that. And so, and I get several of those. So I, I take those and I put them aside, and I'm like, you know, I'm gonna save this one for a bad day. So just just FYI, real quick. Absolutely worth it. Absolutely great cigar. I would continue to smoke it, but I have this thing sitting right here. Well, I was going to ask, when did, did you light that before we came live? Yeah, I did light it before we came live. Yeah, this is the Cameroon. So it's about a 45-minute long cigar where you're oh, at now. Geez. Yeah, yeah, at least. I'm, I'm still smoking it. I yeah, can probably 38 minutes in, and you lit it probably five minutes beforehand. So, uh, mm-hmm. And you could nub it, but you're going to go with the next one because you can. You know, you know, here's here's a good here's a good question, Brad. And this is a this is a controversial question that keeps coming up in the cigar industry. Um, cigars inside of the jar. You know, Chico would ask, "What's the the temp you keep that room in?" So there's there, there are so many people that say you can't keep them in a jar. That's dude. That's, that that's that jar thing. I I had a conversation with Caesar from uh, Smoking Lead Disciples about that because there uh-huh. was another cigar uh, reviewer. That had said, if you get cigars that are in a jar, or if you keep an acrylic humidor, um, you must lay it on its side. And if you don't lay it on its side, gravity will blow the foot out of the cigar. I've been there for four years, dude. That shit was hilarious to me. Because because he's called me out several times. The guy that said that was Martina Maya. Martina Maya cigar reviews. Okay. So right. I want to call him out. Bro, he, isn't he my number one fan? I mean, isn't he like he just loves everything I do? Yes. So, I mean, so. no, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. That's just facts. Um, you can keep them in jars. Everyone keeps them in jars. There's nothing wrong with an acrylic humidor. You're fine. In fact, acrylic humidors are probably the easiest set it and forget it options. Yeah, you know, throw your cigars in there, throw a bobina in there, and you're done. Yeah. That's really it, you know. So I mean, there's people, the old school people from the 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 wooden humidor era uh, that are rolling over into uh-huh. the why, the tupperdors and the acrylic humidors. But yeah. why wouldn't that work? It has a seal, just like mm-hmm. a lid does on a tup- on the tupper humidor yeah. thing. Yeah. So what's the difference? The, the 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 difference is this, this person does not personally like me whatsoever. Oh, so they're going to do everything. Oh, okay. Right I was like, I'm missing something. And that's it's all because I said one thing to him on a live one time where I was like, whatever you think, unsubscribe. And he was all buttered by it. So he's oh. the big buttered baby that's in the industry. Okay. Uh, but you know, it, and it, but it, and a lot of the groups, though, you know, I'll, I'll hear that the some of these guys are so adamant against an an acrylic, and I don't know, maybe it's just because of the 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 wood guys now. I have my new humidor, 
Mm -hmm. which everybody will be uh, seeing a review on soon because it's a, a sponsored. So we're waiting uh, for the sponsor to give the okay to do that. Okay. And it's a, and it's a converted um, uh, wine cooler, you know, like seven feet tall. I'm telling you, I'm never going back to a wood humidor ever mm -hmm. again. Talking about zero maintenance. You know, when you, yeah. when you get plastic and stainless steel, everything else, zero maintenance. I'm never going, I'm never going back to wood. I do miss, I do miss, the other humidor, though I'm not yeah. gonna lie, we put a lot of work into that one. When so you got rid it. of the steampunk humidor? No, no, no. but we put we used it as like it's a, a bookcase. Book it's a bookcase now. Okay, and right. okay. Yeah, right. we just right. converted yeah. it. Yeah. So but I, it's, I'll, say, I'll say this. I mean, the very first humidors were clay jars. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows this, right? Yeah, yeah. With the Mayans, okay. So don't don't yeah. forget that we all kept our recent. <laughs> not, let's go back into the Midwest. Let's go back into the Old West, right? When you walk into a bar, it's a glass jar. Okay, as a glass jar, and you kept your cigars in there with a little shot of even whiskey sometimes, or just water. But and gravity didn't blow that foot out, did it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. I'm, I'm just telling you, all of our cigars—they don't stay that long in there, anyways. But you know, the reality is, I think. I don't know. I read something interesting today about how somebody says that a lot of cigar reviewers are like the cause of some of this problem that they have in the cigar community about giving misinformation or their personal exactly just their, their <laughs> personal opinion right. yes. and so like that's why when you know a lot of times when kevin and i try to say something we always try to say like in our opinion take this you know I, take from or this, take what, this you will. what you will that, that's how but i it's end not a fact that, that's what i end every <laughs> review with take this what you will please you know, like, like don't Absolutely. And, and, and keep in mind, I, I just had this conversation with somebody else today um, where they said this cigar reviewer said this. What qualifies a cigar reviewer? That's right. my question. How long have yeah. they been? We're not qualified. We always we're, say that. Everybody's like, a cigar reviewer. If you're a cigar right. smoker, you're a cigar reviewer. Right, right, right. Right, right. You're, yeah. Absolutely. It's like if you go to a fast food restaurant, you're a fast food no, but, reviewer. But right. If you're not going back to Jack in the Box, right. you don't like Jack. No, but, but it is nice. Go ahead, go ahead, Jessica. It, it is nice though when you do have when you're listening to people who are like reviewing things that you necessarily might not be able to get to, you sure. know. So you kind of, and then it kind of gives you an idea, and then you're like, okay, well maybe I hunt this down. Yeah. You know, so there are benefits to yeah. like yeah. you know people out there like smoking different cigars and exactly, like. Yeah. Y'all did that today. Y'all did that today with Abe's cigar. Now, oh, yeah. now I'm on the hunt. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah definitely hunt that cigar down <laughs> um, and, and the other thing that's important is that you know when i mean you're talking about a ton of a ton of people you know who are new smokers very new kind of undeveloped palates some have undeveloped palates or some are trying and you gotta understand what social media is is trying to control the narrative and try and do everything that you can, <laughs> okay to make your voice heard if you right. would so if that means you hate a certain cigar reviewer and you throw things out there, you know, about that, or you hate somebody else, it, it, and most people live on drama, you know, so they live on drama and so on and so forth. They, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. I bought a cigar and it sucks. That's no, true. you didn't. No, you didn't because it doesn't suck. Because 99% right. of the people have smoked it and they all say the same thing. It's a really good cigar at a really right. good price. Also, there, there, if that if that one person says your cigar sucks, I don't see 20 people saying that guy's got the best palate in the industry. No. But you, they're saying you do have one of the best palates in the industry. So if you say a cigar is great, I'm inclined yeah, to believe that. And to be honest with you, that's that. thank you, man. I appreciate that. And that comes from other guys who are master blenders who have given me cigars and said, I want you to try this and tell me what you taste. 
yeah. then telling them to their face, like, this is the things yeah. I, they're like, dude, you get it. You understand yeah. it. I'm like, yeah. And I'm not saying I have the best palate. And these guys have way better palates than I do and everything. They can pull out way more stuff than I can. I'm just telling you, you know, kind of from the blue collar standpoint, you know, this is what I think. This is what I taste. Yeah. yeah but there's qualifiers out there is what I'm saying, Brad. Right, you know, right, there, right. there are other people that you're not paying that are mm -hmm. saying, hey, Brad Reith has a very good palate. If right. I don't think it, anyone say anything like that. You know, <laughs> I, you know, I mean, some dude, I did, I have. He'll pay you after the show. Yeah, but <laughs> I have a question about the whole palate, the palate thing, and it kind of is a segue with the the A B thing that you've got going on. Um, and I know that you and Lars uh, had an interview. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the the infused cigars? Do you so, do you think Zeal will have one soon or no? So let me. Oh gosh, you're getting ahead of me. Or did uh, I go too far? Too many questions. Uh, okay. So, how do I answer it right? So that my so I don't get in trouble. So, <laughs> will Zeal have an infused cigar? Yes. When will Zeal have an infused cigar? I don't know. We're checking into the legalities of that right now, um, because there is um, there are certain ways to infuse cigars that I have been privileged to find out that uh not many people know and uh and i couldn't believe just the both the generosity of the person that told me and how really simple it is um so yes there will be that in the future but it, it, here's the difference there's there's legalities that when you're buying something from a manufacturer and they've done the infusing versus you doing the infusing mm -hmm. oh okay. yeah so if somebody smokes a cigar has an allergic reaction i go back to the manufacturer and i'm like hey dude what happened here you know, um, but if it's all food grade material, you know, um, that, that's a different thing. And most people have allergies and so. But I guarantee you, there'll be one person out there. Might be the guy that hates me. Has a has a cigar and goes. Oh my God, I'm sure. and, and it's His like, lips got this big. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, someone will find some reason to do that. You know, so. But um, but we're looking at the, the insurance on that and everything else like that. Uh, but yes, I'll tell you this much, Diggins. Between you and I. I have infused currently about 20 different cigars, cinnamon, peppermint, pumpkin, spice, uh, just sweet on its own, and chocolate. All of them, in my personal opinion, were great. <laughs> you said pumpkin, and you know how the ladies love the pumpkin. I know, well, oh, you know, the the, the girl cigar smokers out there. <laughs> Well, you know, I, that, is a stereo, that is a stereotype, it, it is, Jessica. Yeah, I, I know, but it. that is crap. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jessica beat me down because I like pumpkin spice. She was like, I, I, Bradley. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now, now, Jessica and I did review one pumpkin spice cigar. We could only get about halfway through because yeah. it, it was too it's much. too much. Which, just, one you, which one? Is the nub one? Um, yeah, it was yeah, the, it was the, the nub. nub. There was uh, their um uh, their, too, their winter too. blend or whatever. Yeah, they did, yeah, yeah, you know. It was intense. It was. It was. It was <laughs> I liked it. I, I yeah. liked it. I thought. I thought nub, nub did a good thing on that. Yeah, so. I don't go it was seeking a, the pumpkin spice. I, I liked. Out I liked whatever anything. they did. They did like a um like a I don't know if it was peppermint, but they did a winter that was yeah, really that was good. Yeah, the, the winter one. You know, if it tasted yeah. like pumpkin pie, I could yeah. I could probably yeah. be fine with that, but. It does not. <laughs> and then, and then, and then you got you not. got you got the man himself, uh, Lee Max cigar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, all of them. You know, I try and tell people. Like I said, you know, that the, they're, they're the cigar reviewers out there, and and you've seen them because because I don't even know how many there are. Hundreds of cigar reviewers out there. 
you know, and it's the ones that's always promoting a company. It's they've got a, a ticker. You you can tell when a difference yeah. between a cigar review and a cigar advertisement. Right. A commercial. You know, I have a, a question. commercial. Did you tell Lee Mac about my my little situation the other day at work? Oh no. Oh, oh. okay, so, so here's a little funny story. I get like no reception at work except if I go into the bathroom. <laughs> so occasionally I'll just take my break and like sit in there. And uh, I like will play like certain you know reviews and stuff, and I happened to pick Lee Mac that day, and oh my god, my phone volume must have been way up, and there was a lady in the stall, and here you hear, God, like really loud, and she was like, oh my god, like, <laughs> Lee Mac, you can never change that, you can never. Like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was the funniest thing though. I was like, ha. Ah. I, Have I a do, good day. <laughs> I, I do. I, I love. Like I said, Lee Mac. Like I said, you know, uh, a lot of times uh, he'll, he'll post his like uh, when I'm just starting work, like his Instagram, and I'm like, all right, I need to be pumped for the day. Yeah. Throw up, um, um, Lee Mac, and yeah. then uh, just. Good. Oh yeah. man! Oh my God, the he's, he's, he's got some music playing. <laughs> he's driving, and, yeah. and he always turns off like I don't want YouTube to sue me. He turns it off. I just I. There's everything about Lee Mac I love. There ain't nothing I don't love that he puts up. There's, I mean, even when he's having like, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna tell you right now, family. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. Some people suck. Yeah. Yep. But then he'll laugh. Okay, because it's gonna be a good day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just love that Lee Mac. I love you to death, brother. I, yeah. I made all of my people. I'm like, you guys gotta watch this guy. This yeah. guy that I watch. You know that. I mean, it's just, it's so good. You know, you know, and, and the one thing that, and I tell people, you know, when, when they, when they want, we mentor quite a few people on, um, um, cigar reviewing, how to get more popular, how to get more likes. Mm -hmm. And and I always tell people, I said, watch, watch Lee Mac. And then like I said, really watch, watch me and Jessica because I don't know I, I don't because I people only watch because you know, they think I'm well, going to hurt you I, 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 like, <laughs> I like watching people and I like watching Brad because you talk about your lives. It's easier to relate to Brad after a dozen videos, you know about Brad. Uh, after a dozen videos, you know about uh, Lee Mac. You know about Brother Dexter. You know about uh, um, everybody else. So you know, and it's and that's how you know when you can relate to someone on a personal level. Yeah. You know, and then and then you can start to formulate whether you know that cigar that they're smoking. You can kind of get them. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes as a cigar reviewers. We all we, we try and find the best thing to say about a cigar when we don't really like it sometimes. Yeah. You know, so when you connect personally with that reviewer, I've had people just message me afterwards and say, Oh, I can tell you really didn't like that. And I'm like, Oh, you've been watching me for a while because you know your your body language, you know the words that you that you say. So Yeah. yeah. There's there's cigars there's cigars I review. So I don't I don't really re review any cigars I don't like. Because I don't want to talk crap about a, about a, a brand necessarily, um, but I will say this: there was a cigar I, I did the other day. It was Abe Flores. It was his uh, really super premium cigar. It was so smoky in the middle of the thing. I mean, it just it wouldn't stop smoking, like just off the foot of the cigar. I mentioned it four or five times, and uh, Abe comes on at my, at my live on Instagram. He's like, "I just got to tell you about that cigar." I'm like, "Please do." <laughs> because it was it was so smoky. I mean, it was a good cigar, but I felt like I'd get more smoke blowing through it off the foot. Then yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I could never get drawn through it. And he says, "This is why it's that way," and so on and so forth. You know, we we cook it this way in the Maduro wrapper and stuff. I'm like it was a good cigar. It was a great cigar. Don't get me wrong. You know, but it, it's a sense of where like that that stuff just kind of annoys me. So for me personally, 
it's not that kind of a great cigar. But I know some guys just love that kind of smoke that comes off the top. They want yeah. to the whole place smoky. Build damn room. Right, 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 right. Um, but I, I don't like that. I like I like it just 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 like this one's burning, nice and easy, nice and even kill. Yeah. Mm. I tell you, man. Like, I, you say you don't like to review cigars unless you enjoy that cigar. I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Uh, um, but one of my favorite videos I've seen with you, it, it was you and Tim actually, and y'all had y'all just sat there at this table, and you had all these budget cigars Ugh, and y'all were just light you know you light dude it was so fun oh that was the ci one we ordered, yeah. we ordered like i think it was like 40 cigars for like 29 dollars uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we got to review it because one of them had michael vick's remember when michael vick went in that that thing we're on mexico and yeah in the nfl took down the jersey you get from mexico on it because he signed in to the clinic around mexico this one made a cigar like that. I was like, "That's brilliant! I need to smoke the Ron Mexico cigar." And the Ron Mexico wasn't terrible. Uh, everything else was, uh, but I mean, it, it was just yeah. That's that's a fun. So, but here's the thing: being in business, like so. So there's a difference between how Kevin does cigar reviews and how I do cigar reviews. I do cigar reviews to sell the cigar, obviously. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm selling a cigar. I'm putting together a sampler or what have you. Um, I've toyed with the idea of reviewing cigars that I won't sell. I, I, I had several manufacturers send to me and say, what do you think about this? I'm like, it's good, but I won't sell it. You know, I don't think it's going to sell. I just, that's my opinion. They said, well, bring in, you know, you know, a couple thousand dollars. And uh, I don't want to waste a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, and I'm like, well, maybe or something like that. So I thought about doing something. But, but the problem is if I put that out there, um, I don't want to taint their name because they're probably trying. And, and just so you know, somebody's first blend isn't always their best try. You know, first yeah. spin is always your best try. So, say, sir, what's up, dude? Um, so, th- those are those are things that like um, I don't want to do. But and, and then I'm I'm here to, to to sell cigars. That's why that's why I review cigars and sell them. Uh, the question was asked to me, and this was a hard question. It was from my son. This is a hard question, Dad. If you weren't in the business, would you review cigars? Hmm. I don't. Hmm. I would. I don't think I would. Just being honest, I smoke cigars all the time and I enjoy them. I don't know that I would would be on YouTube in that form of fashion. I would definitely be on YouTube for like yeah trucks or like other stuff. Fixing. Oh yeah, dude. I I just I keep Kevin. Can I tell you what I want to buy? Can I just tell yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> get into it. Please, please go down the rabbit hole. Let's go into the rabbit hole. Okay. Yeah. So when I worked for Hyundai. Lower for Hyundai. All right. When I say Korea, everyone's like, that's it. I'm out of here. Okay. So when I went to Brian Dick is left, he was like, he gave me the middle finger. <laughs> so, anyway, somebody had to pee. Here we go. Yeah. So I, 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 when I worked for Hyundai, I said, um, and I have the number one Hyundai technician in the entire, like, U.S. is a personal friend of mine. So he's the one they go to for all the problems and everything like that. He happens to be in Scottsdale. Good guy. Love the deaf. I just, uh, his name is Yari. Okay. Anyways, um, and the number two guy is a good friend of mine. His name is Jose. Anyway, so all that said, I'll never forget um, when they first brought in the Hyundai Equus. Yeah. Signed by Bentley guys. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you could tell. It looks like a Bentley knockoff. Oh, yeah. my. I, and I remember driving it and being like, Okay, okay, 
I get it. But I'm never going to buy a $75,000 vehicle. I just want, that's not what I do. Well, right? not, not a $75,000 Hyundai. You, buy, right. you can buy a right. Cadillac. Right, right, exactly. Well, now you can buy them for like thirteen five, dollars like twelve with like 20,000 miles on them, right? So I am in the hunt. So I'm just going to put this out there for anyone watching this. Should you own one of these and, and want some airtime with, with your boy, you feel free to drive it over to Zeal Stars. We'll check it out. We'll put we'll put the the uh, the what's it called the OBD the OBD yeah. scanner on it and everything like that. We'll make sure no codes are there. You and you know here here's what I tell people when they're looking to buy a used um, Hyundai or Kia. I don't care about Carfax. I don't care about anything else. I want to see your oil change records, right? Because okay. the because the biggest the biggest problem with Hyundai and Kia, and right. there's actually a lot of vehicles out there. They're called GDI motors, gas direct injection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They have a lot of problems with GDI motors, and it, it come to find out, you know, for for a couple of years, we were trying to figure out whether it was the injection system, if it was the pistons, if it was the rings, and finally, within the last year, we finally figured it out. It's the oil, and Hyundai and Kia people are notoriously cheap people. And yes, they don't change me. their oil on time, <laughs> okay, and they don't use quality oil. So, so there's the biggest thing. Okay, Kevin and I bought a Kia, so yeah. he yeah. was. Hey, just hey, yo, bro, hey, Costa, bro, brother, I, do you not think I've seen that video like four times already? Yeah, I've, I've watched it. I mean, the new Ford Bronco is going to be next level, and if I could, if I could afford that in a heartbeat, I'd do it. Um, Brad, I didn't mean to disrespect you. I was planning to get a refill anyway. And so I, heard the word, I heard the word Honda, well, and I was like, this is the perfect well, and, 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 and then And then Jeep, Jeep decides to release their teaser against the Bronco, the, the, oh. v, the V8-powered Wrangler. Okay, first off, let's just be honest real quick. Jeep Fiat, should I say, yeah. hasn't been an authentic company in the last 15 years. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, if you bought a Jeep in the last 15 years, you're you're come on, honestly. All right, you got to go way back to get a Jeep that's anything worth its weight in gold. And we all know my that. My sister has two Jeeps. Yeah, right. And they're probably, hopefully, <laughs> up to 405, right? No. No. That's, that's, that's actually all the problem. No. So oh. they're, made by, they're made by Fiat, you no. know, uh, Fiat Chrysler, essentially. So, uh, it, anyways, um, and Fiat pulled out of America because their cars sucked that much. Yeah. Um, so, case in, case in point, I'm telling you what, man, if I can find this car, I will do review after review after review after review in this car. It drives like butter cream. Just driving like a cat. I've driven Escalade. I've driven that car. Kevin, I think last time we had the conversation, I've had 42 cars. Okay, yeah. I'm only 46 years old. So I've had 42 cars. That's so I've, I've, I've had multiple cars. I've driven multiple cars. Loved all the cars I've, I've driven. Every, every car, everything from the Supra to everything like that. I'm telling you. Every oh, I had a super back in the day, dude, and a Celica. Oh, brother, brother, right? So I'm just telling you, but I'm telling you this much: I would do reviews after reviews after reviews, and then I would charge, I would charge Hyundai a premium, you know. And I would, I would say that they're my sponsor. I'd throw them under the bus. I'd be like, Hyundai sponsoring this, sponsored by Equus, coming at you. That goes back to Martina Maya. You can do your review. <laughs> Oh my God, you guys! I got nothing wrong for you, Martina. I do. I'm sorry. I ain't trying to hate. I'm a Volvo I, you know, guy. Dude, so I, I can't I, talk a lot of trash. You know, I, I'm a Volvo I, guy. Ma, ma, Martina and I talk quite often, 
and 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 we and we we get along. He's a good guy. He and uh, when we got the new Rabbit Air uh, for the office here, uh, Mar- Martin had um, had said he goes, yeah, I need I need to reach out to them and maybe get one. I go for your car, for your car. What do you want a Rabbit Air for the back seat? <laughs> What are you? What are you? Actually, where are you going to tell them they're going to put this? But it probably work really well. Yeah, you're right. You're right, Jess. Yeah. It would. It, it'll, filter, <laughs> it'll filter eight cubic feet it of would, air. It you would know? be like a suck your own air out. You'd be like, oh, I can't even smoke. Yeah, I've got no ozone in here. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy, dude. So, but, yeah, but I, but I, but I really do appreciate that. In and I, I mean, hopefully. One day we'll, we'll end up with that. I'll be like 95 years old. Drive my hundred. You know when he gets yeah. it, it's gonna be like the funniest thing. He's gonna be like, ah. <laughs> and then, then it's gonna blow up a month yeah. later. Like I can see, you know, just the. In the I'm gonna drive down to Florida and see you. You want a cigar <laughs> sticker on the window? Oh, dude. Or oh, just do a full body wrap. Just do a full yeah. body wrap. Oh my god. That's what my dad. My dad's like, why don't you get in and get a body wrap? I'm like, and I, I, next to us is a body wrap store. Oh really? Oh. So we're in between two stores. One we have sunscreen over here where they put sunscreens on your windows. Yeah. And then over here they, they wrap cars and they wrap motorcycles too. Yeah. So guys, I got a trade deal. Trade deal. Uh, they don't like cigars though. I gave them cigars like oh, these are wasted on me. I don't know if they're like. Ah, oh, jeez, that 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 sucks. Yeah. They people, have to know somebody that likes cigars. Yeah. Right. Right. And I I, I gave them so. <laughs> These make print- good gifts. <laughs> yeah. so, so Weprint.com is is our guys next door to us, and they do a ton of stuff. Like majority of their business is online, like ours. And then next to us is AZ uh, uh, Arizona Sunscreen, is what it's called. Um, and uh, the guy who owns that owns this whole building. So really cool guy. His name's Den. So we we love the building. The building's just worked out. We got it. I couldn't believe how good a deal we got on it, and then how we can expand. So moving everything from here all the way to the back. <laughs> Air conditioning the back, one of those big ass fans up front. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be so. Great. So yeah. So so tell us a little bit about your because uh, how big is your lounge? Like the area you're in now. Like like what 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 kind of size you got now? So I mean, both of our humidors and this and the lounge, you're probably looking at about a thousand square feet. You okay. Know, with all that, and then behind it says fifteen hundred square feet, but you have thirty feet ceilings. Okay. So all the way up. So spraying that down, making it industrial, putting in. A, I just got a quote on the. AC like in the, the whole open open truss, open ducts, right? Everything, right. and exactly. then spraying it black, right? Yeah, spraying it black, and then uh, have one of those big ass fans on yeah. there. So we'll humidify it and we'll air condition it back there, which should be fun, uh, you know, all at the same time. Uh, but getting the, I mean, it's it it should be like if you remember walking in, if you've been to uh, Cigars International in their main main stores, no. If you walk into it, it's just like this ginormous man cave. <laughs> Where like I'm pretty sure your testosterone goes up three to five points when you walk in the door, um, so they have to warn women before they go in there. Uh, but it's it's a it's a crazy nice place, and so that's what we plan on doing back there and redoing the floors, redoing everything else back there. But my office will be back there, uh, our main offices will be back there, and then this all will be a smoke room. Everything here will be a smoke room, and so for about, in all honesty, for about you know seven months out of the year, you can just open up the door and let yeah. pass through. You know, um, Dude, what's the temp today? Oh, it's a hundred and hundred and hell. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we hit one hundred one. It's got to be. Let me see. I'll tell you. It's got to be one one hundred six right now. Holy cow! One hundred six, wow. dude. And it's going to be. I mean, so we have about a week. Uh, well, about probably two weeks of of one hundred and five plus weather that we deal with every year. And it doesn't matter. I'm going to get back in my car, shave <laughs> up, 
and it's still gonna suck. It's just gonna <laughs> be terrible. I don't know what to do, you know. Uh, but it's oppressive. It is. It is. I mean, you can't smoke outside. Your, no. your cigars crack the minute you light them. Um, I tried smoking outside. I had a bad day the other day. I had a really bad day the other day, and uh, mm, I came home. I was mad about. I, I can't even remember what it was about now. Um, but I came home, and uh, my son's like, "What's up, Dad?" And uh, "What's up, Latoya?" Um, or Latoya. So my son's like, "Dad, what's up?" My son is like my guy. My guy account. He can tell if I'm like hot or mad or something like that. And I'm like, I literally said, um, "Go get my whiskey. I'm gonna be outside." And he's like, "What?" And I usually, I don't. I believe it or not, the this numbers I drink a lot. I don't. Um, but this night I was gonna have a nice solid glass of whiskey and just kind of chill out. I went out front and lit my cigar, and as soon as I lit it, I start smoking it. It starts cracking right up the middle, and I'm just, <sighs> and then I'm just pissed, and I'm like, "What?" I throw it down, and my 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 kids are out there, my wife's out there, like it's like it's some kind of intervention. And I'm like, uh, I'm like what's up, Dad? I'm like, because I, I usually don't have bad days. I really never do. And I'm like, this is what's happening. This is who I want to kill. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and and they're just like, okay, Dad, okay. And then my son, who's just like, he's just like a little baller. He's like, are you done complaining about it? You ready to go back inside? <laughs> because Call of Duty Warfare, Dad, let's go. And I'm like, you done complaining, Dad? Yeah, and I was, I mean, he's just like, he's a chip off the old, he doesn't, he doesn't, he's like, he's down for a minute, he's like, all right, let's go. Now, yeah. I have a really short fuse, his, so my dad's fuse, my fuse, my son's fuse. Oh, jeez. So he, he's <laughs> like. The, the big question is, where's your daughter's fuse? Yeah. Is it negative? Uh, yes. Is that, that's like his negative yeah. problem. So then, Savannah doesn't get really, she gets, she starts crying. When she gets uh, mad, she gets cry. not not like hurt, but like mad. Yeah, crying. mad cry. Yeah, then she's mad like, mad cry is scary though. Yeah, yeah, mad cry is scary. Now you saw me. Now you all will die. <laughs> yeah. so, so I tell my I tell my kids, and I used to, I used to speak to hundreds of kids about this one time, and I'd say, when when girls cry, guys don't know what to do, so we yeah. don't know. We're, 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 we just want to get out of the situation. Where yeah. on five, we don't know what to do. And we're looking for support somewhere. And usually all of our friends have left at that moment because there's four <laughs> in the room. And so we're like, we're, we're, we're hey, we're, we're, and we're looking for support somewhere. So we usually go on social media. Then it makes us more angry because no guy on social media cares about our problems, really. You know, and you're like, hey, bud, I just did this. And then you start putting your stupid crap out there for everyone else to see. And then it gets even worse and it snowballs to where somehow, Somehow it blows up in your face, and you feel worse off than you did the day before. Now, I'm not saying it's ever happened to me. Just so you know that. So, so, so how um, you are talking about Savannah? Uh, how how is she doing? Do you do you miss her not having uh, not being in the house? No, it's uh, so Savannah stops in probably once a week, just because she wants to like say hi to dad and mom and stuff like that. So she's I love her to death, and she came over. So the other day. She called me, and they got married really quick, right? So they the COVID thing they they plan on getting yeah. like six months later. Um, okay, I saw it. I, I didn't oh. see it. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, it was uh, 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 Hashimaru made made us something because his his uh, daughter is in the military. So oh right, yeah. So yeah. It's, well, it's, so is my son, but was like Matt Hashimoto. Yeah, yeah. That's maybe right. You don't like yeah. Matt? He's a great yeah. guy, man. Matt really is, is great. Um, but, like. So super awesome. We have we have good kids. <laughs> but Savannah called me the other day and she said, uh, "Hey, Dad, I need to borrow your tool set." And I'm like, "Well, borrow 
you know, and she's like, he doesn't have one. We didn't have time to get any of that stuff. When he got, I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> so now I have money to burn on getting him a tool set, right? So I'm like, we'll get, so I start looking at tool sets. I'm pulling up $1,000 tool, and my wife's like, what, what are you doing? I'm like, do I need a tool set? Yeah. Tool chest with everything in it and everything else. She's like, you don't have that. I'm like, yeah, but he's going to need it. You know, take care of my daughter. She's like, just hold on a second. Just why don't you just get a little starter set and then and then kind of work your way in. So I appeased her by getting some little starter set. And then I have saved in there a massive tool thing with like drills, <laughs> everything good needs, you know. That oh, kind of, yeah. it was it was great. Um, but they're doing great. She's doing great. She stops in. She made us uh, she, she's a she's a baker, she likes baking and stuff like that. She's doing great at her other job. Her other yeah. job, she's at college, and uh, she goes to Grand Canyon University out here. And I probably shouldn't say that. She says, never tell me where I go. Um, <laughs> she goes to GCU. And uh, she took all the information that she knew here on how to use ShipStation. If you guys have heard of ShipStation. Yep, yeah. She took all that there and is now doing it on, like, the next level of ShipStation. They're like, I'm, you know, she what, shipped about what, what, what? Say that again. What, what do you, Shift? Ship, ShipStation. Yeah. Ship station, like a, sh- a shipping uh, program, a shipping program. Okay. So, okay. Now, so like you know, a like product shipping yep. or shipping yeah, lanes. Now, what, what what is the uh, yeah product what, shipping? Product yeah. shipping. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is what is the college shipping? So so all their so they have tons of um, alumni around the around right. the world. So she's shipping out lots of different things. It's really cool. We get all the stuff that that is dinged. Or like scratched or anything like oh, that. Cool. So like my my my, my wife has a nice hoodie. It says Grand Canyon University. <laughs> it's Grand Canyon. The end fell off. So it's Grand Canyon. Every time I see her wearing it, I'm like, you look hot, baby. Like, Yo, Yo, girl. Awesome. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll let you for a second, girl. I know. Oh so my she, god. Like, funny. Also, like if a uh, if like a cup or a uh, what do you call it a um, a tumbler. Yeah, also uh, gets like scratched from the bottom. They won't sell it. And I'm like, bring Grand Canyon. <laughs> but she's like, Dad, not all of them said Grand Canyon. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want all of the ones that say that. that. Though. Yeah. yeah. And if they don't, I'll scratch that end off. Right. <laughs> you know, and, and then make a video of it, and then people will. You know, when, know then when people... someone else will be like, oh, it's Grand Canyon. Be like, oh no, 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 it's actually Grand Canyon. Exactly. You've been pronouncing it wrong all these years. All I'm these charging years. money as a sponsorship right now. For that thing, you know? Oh my! Oh my God! I mean, she's doing great. She, she did great. I, I I broke up like a like a baby about this on my last video with her. Uh, she doesn't let me see her grades. She didn't have to. I said, you know, when you're in college, you don't have to. I mean, you're 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 your own woman. You can do it and everything. And uh, she happened to leave her grades on my laptop. She was using my laptop, uh, and I pulled it up, and I was like, and I was able to see them, and they're like all A's. And so I'm like, I'm like. Okay, and I got all choked up. I was talking about it on video. She's like, you know, and uh, it was it was great. So I I am super proud of all my kids. My youngest, so my youngest Madeline, you guys not seen her very well. No. She'll no. Be one, she'll be the one that takes us over. I promise you. Really? I think he'll be Marine Corps. He'll be a sniper somewhere. Yeah. But my daughter Madeline, she'll take this over and she'll run it. Now, Brad, I saw y'all do a review a few months ago when they changed, or I guess at the beginning of the year, when they changed the legal smoking age. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, your youngest daughter, you said the one's going to take it over. How old is she? She's 15 right now. Oh, okay. okay. So okay. when she's 18, she's legally allowed to smoke with what I give her versus what she can buy 
on her own. Oh, okay, okay. That's the, legal, that's the legal thing. It's a loophole in there that everyone, including Trump, you know, would, could actually agree with. You know that you can't. So these kids that bought like humidors with five thousand dollars worth of cigars, yeah. they can still smoke their cigars. They just can't legally go and buy them. From the oh, okay, okay. I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. that's true. I had a guy. I had a guy uh, email me. Um, he said his son is shipping off the Marine Corps. And he said, hey, I just want to show you the picture of my son. And immediately I was afraid. I was like, oh, crap, i got to take that down. It was on Facebook. And I was like, no, his dad can give him that. So this is how screwed up the law is. A dad can come in with his sons and smoke back there in my lounge, and that's completely legal. That's completely yeah. As long as the dad buys the cigars. You know, so. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how it goes. So hmm. I wouldn't quote me on that because I'm sure the FDA will release some stupid regulations saying the Bradley rule, you know, that you <laughs> Because Bradley, you know, um, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but I do think it was the dumbest law to ever come out, the dumbest time, you know, for our industry, our industry. And uh, there's lots of cigar. I mean, we still do stuff with like cigar for warriors and things like that, and ship cigars overseas. Um, and what they do over there, I don't care. I mean, it's another yeah. country. And those yeah, once laws. they're out of your hands, they're gone. That's yeah. right. Right. So uh, I would never, ever, in a million years ever crucify or tell somebody he's doing something wrong if he happened to be off-roading with me and uh his 18 year old son's in the back and we're off-roading he says can i give my son a cigar I'm like, sure son yeah exactly are you kidding me dude <laughs> yeah and i know i know right now they're gonna be somebody who watched this video sometime yeah. i'm gonna get some stupid email just stay with me <laughs> save your freaking comments for yourself my <laughs> sons my sons are both adults okay right. But if they would have been 18 and asked me for a cigar, I would have first asked them who they planned to vote for. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Dig it. Dig it. You took it there, bro. Just took it there. I like it. I like it, bro. I like it. So so let me let me ask let me ask you guys you guys some questions. Uh, this is really interesting. So uh, barring what, what what everybody thinks and everything, but uh, Trump spoke down here just recently. Um, at uh, a church actually down the street from us, which is really interesting. And um, uh, the, the police were, were uh, actually my mailman came to me and said, hey, by the way, I'm not gonna be able to come back and get your, get your mail because there's gonna be protests and everything all, all the way down the street. So, and I was like, okay. And the thing I was worried about more than anything was any kind of rioting or looting because they did do that in uh, Fashion Square. In Fashion Square um, uh, in Scottsdale, it was like a really nice mall in Scottsdale. And I was like really worried about that here. And, and just so you know, man, we we spent our you know, a good year and a half building this thing up, you know. So I don't want to have anything happening here and everything. So I told the mailman, I'm like, we'll come back and get our mail like at a certain time. And he's like, I won't be able to come back, man. You just got to hunker down and deal with it. Uh, so I took a I took a trip down to see what was going on, and uh, I was incredibly encouraged to see two cops per small business in their cruisers all the way down all the way down Cape Creek Road per small business, two police officers sitting there, which is great. You know, it was great so that nobody would get the peaceful protest is fine and everything else like that. But, you know, nobody would get any, any kind of backlash or anything else like that. It was great. And I, I think there was- Are y'all seeing a resurgence there in Arizona or at least in Phoenix um, with the, the COVID thing since the protests? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, it's we're the, we're the number one hotspot for COVID right now. We really are. Really? So, so we've had, yeah, in all the world. Arizona I thought Florida was the hotspot. I think we beat you. Uh, I mean, not, not like it's a competition, right? Right. <laughs> We've got more COVID cases. No, um, but I thought I thought Arizona was number one. Uh, even in between, it's 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 uh, it's a crazy, uh, crazy thing. But you know who's um, 
and I'm not a doctor, uh, although I play one on TV. There's you, a. Uh, you stayed at a Holiday Inn Express last night. I stayed at Holiday Inn Express, yeah, 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 last night. That's good. See, the young kids won't get that, Diggs. I'm glad that we. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The young kids, they were like, what are they talking about? Um, but there's a there's a sense of where, um, you know, with with the COVID thing, the, the masks and everything like that, I'll wear a mask and make someone feel better when they come in our in our shop. We don't necessarily require it. Um, we do the hand sanitizer thing where somebody does the hand sanitizer. Uh, we try to stay far back as, as everyone feels comfortable. Uh, but most people who are cigar smokers are also drinkers. They usually drink bourbon or wine or something like that with their cigars. And uh, alcohol has been known to kill a lot of viruses in the mouth. So yeah. w- one of the people that are most unlikely to get the um, the COVID, that's, to say, that's not to say there's anomalies out there all the time, Yeah, um, is are, are people who drink bourbon or hard liquor or wine or even beer and smoke cigars. So I will say this, and this is interesting. You will find an article on the internet, and everything's true on the internet, right? Yeah. You'll... You'll find an article on the internet where they actually in, injected COVID uh, into a tobacco plant and it created antibodies. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. But yeah, 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 yeah it was I really think, interesting. Uh, Jeff was hey, talking I, about. I've got a question for you, yeah. Brad. As as a cigar shop owner, all right. This True. weekend, this weekend uh, Saturday, I uh, stopped in a small town on my way home, and a young lady, as I walked in, said, "Hey." All we're going to ask is, unless you plan to buy that cigar, don't pick it up. I yeah. said, I said, unless I plan to buy that cigar, mm-hmm. I wouldn't pick it up. Yeah. How do you feel about that? People grabbing a cigar off the shelf, squeezing it, cracking the wrapper, and oh, setting no. it back down. I, first off, I, I tend to walk around with everybody. You know, uh, and that, and I usually grab the cigar when I say I, I usually select the cigar from the look at and say, "Hey, this is what's going on." Um, if so, if I've seen I, this happened twice so far in my year and a half here, um, where somebody grabbed it and they they squeezed it and they cracked the wrapper. I said, "We well, bought that, dude." Yeah, but yeah. Yeah, crack the wrapper, bro. Yeah, well, and that's what I told her. I said, "You know, look, at the end of the day, no one should grab a cigar out of the box unless they intend to buy it." Right. You know, they they can't smell it through the cellophane. Yeah. Um, there, yeah. There's really, unless they want to feel the heft in their yeah. hand or to yeah. see how dense it is, there's really no reason yeah. to pick up that cigar. Yeah. I don't think no. I've ever. I don't, I don't, you know. I'm like trying to even now think, like, even when I first started smoking, like, I don't know that I ever went into a humidor and just picked up I a don't, cigar. I don't. Jessica, 99% of cigar smokers will pick up a cigar and then toss it back in the box carelessly and grab a different one. Yeah, and oh, it's I like think, the people at the supermarket who have to touch every single vegetable. Yeah, yeah. So, right. I mean, but then again, I, I'm the guy that grabs that can. I'm the guy that grabs that can of Goya beans from the back. You know, I'm not right. grabbing from the front. I always pull everything from the back. Right, right. Like right. I, but I just I, I don't understand that concept. But whatever. Like, but, I mean, throat. there's a lot of people we get from out of town that come from different places. Yeah, uh, yeah. Phoenix is a, is a is a is a vacation city. In the winter, yeah. in particular. So when uh, when COVID when COVID relaxes, right? Uh, will that still be a policy though? Where you know? Yeah, I think hey, we're going to ask you just to not touch the cigars unless you intend to purchase that cigar. Yeah, I think I think I think it, it kind of is insane because I'm I'm with them when I walk into the humidors. I'm with them unless they're like a regular and I know them very well and they come in here all the time. You know, once a, once or twice a week, if you would. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, you know what you're doing. Go back there and they know the rules. Um, 
but if somebody comes in and, and they start just grabbing cigars and what have you, um, we have baskets where people put cigars in and what have you, kind of carry around with them. Um, they, they know the rules. They know that, hey, look, this is don't grab the etiquette. You don't, yeah. you don't feel it. You don't, you don't test the humidity by feeling the crack. crack yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to crack any wrapper regardless of how humid it is or not. You know, and yeah, it's good. And I'm like, that's good. Yeah, yeah. If you want to do that with five other ones you're going to buy next, go right ahead. You know, but you're going to have a hard time smoking it. Uh, so, so, so I, but I, I want to shift for a moment because I know we're uh, we're we're coming down to to the end of, to the end of the show here or winding. Oh my god, six nineteen. I, I know. So I uh, seven. But that's okay. So I want to talk about you know you know. Uh, We'll, we'll just I'll, I'll read and then I'll ask you your question. Okay. September third, twenty fifteen. Okay. I probably don't remember that day, um, but you wrote an article titled "Keeping Jesus Sexy." It was actually followed up with the hit "Man Wuss or Warrior." Now, two questions. Like I said because you know I'm in a lot of other groups, well, faith-based groups, and, that, and there's and I see this and, and, and I see this uh, this. Keeping Did Jesus you just say faith-based group, dude? Yeah, faith-based group. I'm in some faith-based cigar groups. Um, two, two, two questions for you, Brad. Has your profound faith, because um, you, 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 you don't apologize for being a Christian at all, has that, has that ever offended anyone? And then a follow-up to that is, what advice would you give a Christian cigar smoker that has a hard time bringing up his faith or is scared to talk about his faith Either in a lounge or online because they feel that they're going to be ostracized. My so, God, Kevin, these are like the two hardest questions in the entire world. So obviously, you looked at an old blog that I made a long time ago uh, when I was in ministry, and I thought that was a really cool title, "Keeping Jesus Sexy." It was a really good blog post. Uh, it's actually, it's hey, actually this one read it. It's I actually, that's why I was like, "What?" It's actually It's actually. It's actually. Uh, it's actually in a magazine. It's for a magazine. Uh, so that that article was uh, for a real. I don't want to say the magazine now. Um, so it's a semi-popular magazine in the Christian realm. Anyways, um, it keeps things relevant. I'll say that. Anyways, um, so all that said. Uh, what was the first question? Um, has, has, your faith, has your faith ever offended anybody? Oh, sure. I mean, I'm, so first, let me just say this and get this off, off the top. I'm a Bible-believing Christian, so as a result of that, there are certain guidelines I live my life by, and I don't apologize for. Uh, now, most people are pretty pretty good with those guidelines. I mean, there's there's people who, um, in fact, I think, I think my favorite um, uh, apologist, if you would, the people who stick up for me, are my non-Christian friends, to be honest with you. So those are the those are the people who are like come to my defense when I get crucified by other denominations or um, certain Christians. So in, in Christianity, there's a spectrum, right? There's the there's the right wing, there's the left wing, there's all this kind of thing. So uh, and I, I I really believe in being like Jesus, getting shot by both of them in the middle. <laughs> so when when the liberals crucify you and the conservatives crucify you, then you feel like you're pretty good because um, both the, the the Greeks and the Jews did Jesus. Um, so. Uh, and, I'm a, and I'm a classically trained apologist, meaning that part of my degree uh, from Bible college is in apology, or not in, in uh, apologetics, and I have a um, sociology sociology degree and a uh, geology degree. So that means I could tell you 
uh, like the walls of Jericho, when they excavated Jericho, were pushed down, they weren't f falling either way. So that confounds certain people when they go, hmm, we know the story of Jericho in the Bible. That's interesting because they were pushed down. So the archaeologists don't know what to do with that. So uh, Christian archaeologists go, well, that's kind of cool if God just went like that. you know. So anyways, um, all that said, uh, sure, my faith defends some people. And there's certain people that don't buy from me because of, of my faith. They'll go, you know, I don't, I don't want to hear about it. But when it comes to what I do with cigar reviews and what have you, um, I might mention that in passing uh, a few times. I don't know that I talk a lot about it um, uh, on our channel. And so, although uh, I will say 90% of the phone calls that I get at Zeal, Zeal that I field, uh, people will say things like, um, uh, I really appreciate you being un unashamed about what you believe. And I'm like, well, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And that means like... Uh, I'm not, and I think Kevin and I, we've been friends for you know, a good, good amount of time here. Um, I agree, Caesar, absolutely. Um, Kevin, I don't think you've ever felt like I've shoved Jesus down your throat. I don't think no. that's the case. Uh, I love you like a brother. Um, I'm looking forward to um, uh, you or anybody else I don't know that authentically knows Jesus to know Jesus. It's my whole, my whole purpose of life, ultimately. Uh, but I think just like Jesus did, he never shoved his message down anyone's throat. He lived in such a way that um, force people to, to reconcile. Who is this guy? I mean, if you just if you think about Jesus in and of himself, name me another person, figure in history that more songs have been sung about, more books written about, more art written about. You're not going to find anybody who split time in two like Jesus Christ. And so it always begs the question that you go, so who is Jesus? You got to come back to that. So when people ask me, uh, Bradley, where are you on the gay and straight thing? Bradley, where are you on the Black Lives Matter thing? Where are you on this? That? I go, let's go back to Jesus for a second. And that always confounds everybody. It really does. And they go, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm like, put the political stuff aside. Go back to Jesus and say, what what, what do you do with the person and work of Jesus Christ? And I had one person one, one time tell me, I was sitting over across from coffee with me. And he came to my church. And he was a young man. It was really interesting. And he said, uh, I want to talk to you with you about what you think about Jesus. And I asked him this question. This is a great question for anyone to think through. And I said, if I answer your questions about Jesus to your satisfaction, I'm going to take my glasses off for this one. If I answer your, your questions about Jesus to your satisfaction, then would you consider the claims of Jesus Christ as something to look into for yourself? And the guy goes, no. I said, well, then let's talk about the Bengals or something else. <laughs> right? You changed the subject, dude. And that's what I was going to say. Well, That's you, you know, I, I'm in the construction management industry, and when I go give someone a plumbing inspection, I don't ask him what if he's agnostic, atheist, or or right. Christian. Right. So, for the the question that Kevin posed, I found uh, bizarre because right. it, religion or faith shouldn't play anything into your business or industry. I, you know, these I things don't. are are separate. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make a purchase from you or. Um, patronize your business because of your beliefs uh, right. you know it's it, do you have the service do you provide the service that I require right. Right. And are you right. doing it efficiently and uh, cost-effectively mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so uh, faith so doesn't I, play into that I with take, me I take all of those things that you're talking about the service the everything else that you're talking about and I talk about why I do that my, my, my whole point is because I, I want I want God to be glorified in what I do so that when you get your cigars on time and they're fresh and they're awesome and everything else like that, you recognize that I'm not doing that just because I'm a good person. I'm actually doing it because I love God and I want to, I want to glorify God. That's really what I believe. And so, um, but that doesn't mean that people who don't love God or don't love Jesus 
are not doing that for, you know what I'm saying? Like are providing good service or what have you. And I think that's where people get things construed where they're like, oh, so yeah. if people aren't Christians and they're not giving good service, I never said that. That's not my point. And so what, what will happen is some people who are just looking to pick a fight. I know those people are out there. Uh, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll find that and they'll go, oh, see. And, and they'll, they'll ask the question too. Well, are you perfect? Are you, are, do you keep the commandments perfectly? Are you kidding me? No way. Are you that, that's the whole purpose of, of, of God's grace. That's the whole purpose of Jesus' death, you know, on the cross is that I'm, I'm one beggar telling another beggar where to find some bread, like Martin Luther said, you know. So I, I'm not, I'm not by any chance, any, Kevin's been around me more than anybody probably here, but Kevin knows I'm not perfect, knows I have bad days and what have you and, and that kind of thing. So but I think we all do. And, and, and that's the verse. So, so Kevin, the first thing that stands for the first question, just got to make cut you off. You're going to say something. No, I just, I just feel like I don't disagree with you, Dickens. I just think that for people like that are in like a cigar setting, like a lounge or whatever, that might be something they gravitate towards because that's like a common interest. Mm -hmm. So I think for business, I think for some people's businesses, that's like something that they want to portray. It's, you know, it's, it's which flipping is, that magnet around, though. You which, know, no, and, and I know. It's also hope. I, I know, and I and I don't disagree with that, but I just think that, like, you know, there is kind of like a balance. Like, I just let people. You know, and, and 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 I'll put because Caesar here, he's here posting, and, and I'll put that put out that because he made a post a, a, a few days ago about um, Christians and America, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm not um, ashamed to to say that I'm an agnostic man, mm-hmm. okay? But the, the post that Caesar made made it sound like I'm un-American if I don't read his book. Mm-hmm. If, I, if I'm not Christian, if I don't read his book, if I don't follow your belief, I'm not American. And that's bullshit. You know, that's, uh, at the end of the day, well, the, the founders, same thing as... And I think it's important because the founders were here with freedom of religion. That was one of the that was one freedom. of the things where, exactly yeah. freedom exactly. of religion. I, I think it's important though that we make the distinction. There's a difference between freedom of religion and freedom from religion. I think there's 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 two different things in there, and I think freedom from religion is what people do. By the way, the, the separation of church and state, there's nowhere in the constitution it says that. Also, that was brought up by um gosh, who was it? Uh Jefferson later on, uh, when he was talking about hoping that the that the uh, that the, 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 I mean, the founders, many of the founders were Christians, um, that there wouldn't be another, uh, uh, like, Anglican church. There wouldn't be an American church that oversaw the people. That was the one thing that they were afraid about, uh, almost like the medieval papacy, if you would. And that's why you got Protestants and Catholics split, splitting during that time. So that, but I hope that answers your question to your satisfaction, Kev. Um, but you had one other question that was a dovetail. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, what advice would you give to a Christian cigar smoker that is having a hard time bringing up his or her faith? I've seen that to where someone just just mentioning Jesus or just mentioning God in a lounge or on a group in a forum, you know, like they would bring up, oh, my faith in God brings me through this. And, and then that person gets ostracized for, for that. You know, um, I don't you have any adva- uh, advice, you know, just – other than be true to yourself, you know, I, I don't know. That's what I tell people because it's like, you know, even though I'm not a Christian, I tell them just be true to yourself. People, people will appreciate that. I think, I think people will appreciate that for sure. Um, also, I, I think you have to, you have to consider the, 
the place where you are, the people that you're with, and understand this in social media. Um, social media is a, is a crazy world where everyone, or most people, not everybody, I'll, I'll make sure I, I, I validate this. Most people are not who they think they are or are not, they're portraying to be something different than they really are. Um, I think that's that's really uh, kind of scary. And, and social media, keep in mind, when you post something, it's eternal, it's public for everybody, okay? And then it can be misconstrued for years. Mm -hmm. Like Jesus being sexy was been portrayed <laughs> today, like for years to come, which is a great article and you should go read it. But um, but that but that uh, there's a sense of where uh, if somebody was struggling with that, um, my my question would be so there's there's this really interesting verse in First Peter where it says um, uh, be ready to give an answer for everyone who asks you for the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness and respect, meaning like there should be a way that I'm living and a way that I'm portraying who Jesus is and everything else like that, that people go to what, what's, what's going on with Bradley, man. That's like, he's, he's, he's joyful. He's, he's got some, he has bad days, but his bad days don't, don't lead his life. You know, there's a lot of things that happen. There's, there's something different about Bradley. I'm curious about, and I want to ask that. And when somebody asks that, I go, it's, it, it's about Jesus, man, to be honest with you. It has he's to got joy, joy, joy down. down deep in my heart. Heart. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, and, and the fact that I can have dear friends and brothers and like like you guys and Diggins and stuff like that, that that's something that I, I find a lot of a lot of Christians will tend to hide their faith or uh, play it down when they're among people that don't necessarily agree with that. Um, I find it just the opposite. I feel like I can be who I am. I, like who I am. Th this is the thing. I know I'm gonna get into this. It's gonna be a big to do at some point. Um, I don't think there are Christian cigar smokers or atheist cigar smokers. Or Buddhist cigar smokers. There are cigar smokers. cigar smokers. Okay, I think cigar smokers. So, like, in the same right, um, I'm a big hip hop fan. You know, Lecrae. I heard of Lecrae in the. Yeah, in the right, yeah. He gets tagged as a Christian hip hop guy. Lecrae will go, "I'm a hip hop artist. <laughs> I love God, and that comes out in my music, and it's my creative art." Okay, so I'm a I'm, I'm a Christian. I, I love Jesus and everything like that. And cigars play a part in that, but that's not like the end all of who I am. So here's the question you have to ask yourself. Um, where do you find your identity? So my value, so that, and that's where you are right now. Is basically you are a, a man of Christ, mm -hmm. and you wake up every morning and you walk in the steps that you you feel like you, you need to walk in, and that plays into your your business and, and every aspect of your life. Sure, sure. But I think you know? that's what I was trying to like say that you, in a way that you were trying to say, Diggins, is that not everyone's kind of been like Brad. In your sure. experience in the cigar community, and, and well, I'll say this too, Jessica: not everyone is as well known as me either. And so, I, I don't mean that. That sounds so bad, so terrible. To say. Like, <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. Like, I'm so, kind of a big deal here. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 was I was just, just, just going to say that, Ron Burgundy. You know, I'm, I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, what, I, what I meant, I mean, like, so when when you're young, I mean, you got to earn your stripes, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's a point where, like, I've been doing this for a minute. You know, I, I mean, like, and you guys have been doing it for a minute. For a young cat to come on the come on the scene and be like, I'm a Christian. Y'all should get on the Christian smoking Jesus bandwagon and everything like that. And you're kind of like, bro, do you even have a palate? I'm like, well, I, I trust Saka's palate. Well, he's not even a Christian. 
What do I care? What does that have to <laughs> so do with the cigar? I care about his palate, right? I care about his palate. And, and Saka's my kind of guy, right? Are you kidding me? You know, so I mean, in, in that regard, like, that's where I, that's where the, the right starts crucifying me a little bit. I'm like, all right, because I, I'll, I'll, I'll take a bullet for either of you guys, you know, in, in regards of where, um, Tallest Midget, that's right. <laughs> I always say this, this is great. Uh, being big in the cigar world is being like the tallest midget. It doesn't really happen. Okay? <laughs> it doesn't. I, I stole that from my pastor, actually. He said that about being a, being a, being a cool pastor. It's like being the tallest midget. It doesn't really count. So it, it really doesn't. Nobody cares. Guess, nobody even knows the cigar yeah, world. Yeah, nobody knows the, the cigar world. It's not like Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be like, eh, you were, you were the cigar guy. <laughs> and died. I don't care. He's getting a cigar from Cuba handmade for him, right? So, so is Michael Jordan. You're not going to find a Michael Jordan. Everyone's talking to me about – everyone's calling – I swear to God, I've been like 10 calls. Hey, can you get the Michael Jordan cigars? Yeah. They're made for him personally in Cuba. They can't get the Michael Jordan cigar. And some guys are getting out there making their own Michael Jordan cigars. Yeah. He doesn't get anything from here. He gets it from Cuba, you know, so – that, that's your next house blend uh, is the MJ. Yeah, I know, right? I probably sell a million of them too if I could do yeah. it. Yeah. I got a conscience, so I don't want to like right. feel bad about it. So. <laughs> but but I but I think I mean the, the classic answer to the question is I I really believe in, in my heart of hearts that um, truth is found in the dynamic tension in the middle, and I think when when both sides are shooting you, you really have something to say, and people go, okay, look. He's not a liberal. He's not a conservative. He's got some he's got some things that I that I agree with, and I want to hear hear him out. So, and, and keep in mind, I have really strong, strong, strong opinions, um, politically even speaking, that I'll never, ever, ever say to you on video because you can't, because you can't talk about that in a rational way. So, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. I have a dear friend of mine. Um, never do this, but I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Dear, dear friend of mine. Um, he, he made a, he made a statement. This goes along with what we're talking about. It says, Bradley, you're really, really free about what you believe uh, about God on your social media. You're a star. There's, there's no doubt about that. But you're not really vocal about what you believe politically, you know, on your social media. Uh, why is that? And this is a good friend of the shop, dear friend of mine, just so you know. And I said, well, first, I'm really sure about who God is. And politically... I think I need to explain a lot more than I ever would religiously, to be quite be quite honest. I think politically, uh, I think that I think the devil lives in politics. To be honest with you, um, and what happens is somebody tags you in some certain way, and you're forever tainted on some certain side, you know, uh, in that way. And I want to love both well. I want both to know that I that I love them because I love Jesus, and I'm not ashamed of that. I'm not ashamed of standing with either, you know. To be quite honest uh, about that, and I but I but I think people will always draw the conclusions, and they'll always do that in social media because you can't defend it. You can't have a a conversation where um, it's understood, and it's not in person. So as much as we're doing this, and this is kind of fun. Um, if we were in person sitting in my lounge, so I much. I can't give you a hug. We, we can't. Right, right, right. Hands. Yeah. So much more would be understood and uh, from from just from verbal declensions to like the, the, the body in it or, or the body movements of somebody when they're talking about something. So, um, but yeah, make, make no mistake, the guys who are, who are going uh, Christian cigar smokers, I'm not on that bandwagon. Uh, that doesn't mean that I'm not a Christian, it doesn't mean I'm not a cigar smoker. 
but I don't think you have to be a Christian cigar smoker uh, to have a voice about what you think about God or have a voice um, about what you think about cigars. You know, I, I mean, like I said, you know, I'm in the construction industry. You used to be in the auto industry. Kevin is in, in the auto industry. You know, nobody goes to Kevin and says, hey, I want a brake job, but only yeah. if you read the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so what the hell does the cigar industry, where does that come into Christianity? Or, you know, it's just, well, it blows my guy, mind, dude. Like, I had a guy, I had a guy mad at me because... Uh, he said, he said, do you like, he goes, he goes, do you, nah, I, I promise this is how I went. Do you like In-N-Out? I'm like, well, who doesn't like In-N-Out? We don't have one that. here. Right? I always hear about In-N-Out. Whataburger's better. What, well, okay. I'll, 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 I'll table that for a, for a fight club moment in a second. Uh, but, the, but, but, uh, and Chick-fil-A, what do you think about Chick-fil-A? And I'm like, and I'm like, I, I like both. What, what's, what's the issue? Well, you know, there's Christian companies. I'm like, Okay. I like them because they're good food. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's good. I don't care if it's Christian or not. It, it's cool. It's a, I guess it's a bonus for them in that case. But Listen, there's always a line outside Chick-fil-A, like down the block. <laughs> That's because there's a girl, there's a, there's a young lady out there. They don't have the drive-up window. That's why they're They have tablets. They walk down the cars. They have tablets. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that's, that's my thing. So, I mean, the guys struggle with, with sharing a space. I would say they're earn the right to speak in your lounge. That's the first thing I would say is, is go there more than once for sure and earn the right, you know, when you're, when you're there, that's important. I think earning the right to speak. Most cigar smoke, smokers are older. I mean, 30 plus, to be honest with you. Now it's gone down in recent years, but um, earn the right to smoke and then talk about something that everyone understands before right. everyone their opinion on something else, right. you know, uh, and then make sure that there's a, there's an asking moment where they, they want to know something about why why you are the way you are and, and why you believe the way you believe, because I think that can be um, uh, very very fruitful if that if that happens. But um, uh, it's not like I have church back in my lounge every you know every <laughs> every day or something like that. But I do on Wednesday nights. So like, but guys from my church, just so you know, guys from my church because of the COVID thing, we can't meet on Wednesday nights at church, and so our pastor does like a like a. Uh, like a video blog type thing, right? And uh, we all watch it and smoke cigars and drink bourbon. So the worst part in the entire world is going to be when we have to go back to church and we're like and you can't have cigars we're probably, I did. I told it. And our pastor, just so you know, like I go to a church where my pastor's kind of a rock star. He's like one well, of those Joel Osteen guys. Yeah. <laughs> so his name's, his name's Mark Driscoll. Great guy, by the way. You should look up Mark Driscoll Ministries. Great, great stuff. Uh, I think you guys really like him. Uh, but like, <laughs> I mean, there's going to be a point when I go back and I might just have a cigar in my mouth unlit just to feel normal. You know, <laughs> don't worry. Uh, you're not looking like, uh, yeah. you can't really see anything because it's not lit. <laughs> can I get a dram of whiskey as opposed yeah, to, to, yeah, you know, to, to, to the wine? Right? <laughs> to the wine. I'm sure Pastor Mark's, you know, Irish, so I mean, maybe some Irish whiskey would go well, uh, you know, with it in that regard. So. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's been, so let me ask, let me ask you guys a question real quick. Um, is, has there has there? I, I really want to know this for sure. To be honest with you, from 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 an atheist and agnostic standpoint, has there ever been any weirdness from me coming towards you or anything that you've done because of my faith? I I, I can tell you no. You know, I've I've probably had over the last year or so at least a dozen people message me like, hey, you know, why do you and Brad get get along so much? You guys are you know, um, um, on faith, you guys are on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. 
And I always tell people that Brad doesn't shove it down my throat. Brad wants, Brad prays for me. Brad wants me to see the, the light. Brad wants me to be the best person that I can. But Brad also um, understands, you know, who I am. And he doesn't fault me for that because he is, Brad, you, you were, there's only two, and I know there's a lot of other ones. There's only two Christian people in my life that, that I know um, that are, that's that walk the walk and talk the talk and that's you and that's my dad um and my dad is one and my, and my mom is one of these christians and you know i love my mom but she's a little judgmental you know she's she's one of these you know you know you're you're not really a good person if you don't love christ you know yeah. and my dad is the type of guy that could watch or on facebook and he just keeps scrolling mm -hmm. he doesn't have to judge that person and you're like my dad you're the honestly 100%, there's only two Christian people I know in my life that are like that, and, it, and it's you, you and my dad. And, um, like, and that's, why, that's, why people, that's why I tell people, like, Brad's my best friend, but I never met him. Um, I don't know anybody that follows my Instagram. You know, I was talking about you and talking about the show. I think it was Sunday night or whatnot, and just talking about you. And, like, I had to stop talking because I got cho I, I almost cried on camera. I'm talking about dog. Just yeah. talking about the relationship that you and I have mm -hmm. together, mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah, because you're, you, you, you don't judge me for for being who I am, and that's yeah. why I like. And when that. people are beggars, why would you tell? Why would you judge another beggar, man? Yeah. yeah, but what's interesting is that nobody's ever asked me <laughs> yeah. what my faith is, or if I, or anything. They just assume what Kevin is. I am is the same. They assume. They assume. I, I didn't. I didn't have that. Oh, I thought guilty I by association, I, aren't you, Jess? Ever asked me? I do. I So, where where do you stand, Jess? You have a Roman Catholic yes, background, right? I tell everybody it's none of their business. <laughs> I don't talk religion <laughs> and I don't talk politics, but nobody <laughs> ever asked me. Nobody, not one person has ever asked me what my religious or political beliefs are. They just assume what Kevin says is what I think. That's because you put up with him so well. Seriously, nobody has any clue and they probably never will because I don't share that part of who I am with anyone. Like, okay. I don't okay. comment on social media. I don't post any kind of stuff on social media. I don't. Nobody will ever know unless Kevin outs me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, and, and I'll answer Brad's question, and, and I'll, I'll speak yeah, please on do, Brad. Your comment. You know, obviously, Brad, you and I are just now making a, a connection, but I've watched your videos where you, you know you've got, uh, you know, you you're, you're speaking about the fact that you've got, you know, your preacher coming in on Wednesday night. I've I've seen videos where you're talking about faith base and, and et cetera, and I don't stop watching them. You know, um, I watch. Um, now I, I forgot. I, I got sidetracked. What did you say, Jessica? What about me never telling anybody anything? Yeah, she she won't say. She won't say. I, what will, it is. I won't. I won't say what I. Well, because mine is complex. Versus Kevin has a very clear idea of certain things. He's his convictions. He he. But I see things in color where he's very black and, and, and white, you know, there, he doesn't see all the, the side pieces. And I think it's probably cause I can like empathize mm -hmm. 
and sympathize yeah. with things more, not necessarily so much my beliefs, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah. I have been through like some major stuff. So yeah. it kind of, you know, has like guided me into more of like a, more of a spiritual set. Sure. Okay. You know, uh, and, and I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate you talking for a second because it, it gave me a, a moment yeah. to remember what I was going to say. Yeah. You said that you don't express your opinions online. Right. And right. as of late, I have been forced to express my opinions online. The reason I've been forced is because that far Christian wing mm. is sending me private messages about okay. how I'm evil and they're going to pray for me and I have a certain political belief, so therefore, the okay. there's there's there are so many dynamics that fall into it. So I feel like I have to defend myself, mm. you know. And so I will get on there and say, "Oh, you know, you don't like me talking about Jesus? Why don't you pray for me to stop that?" You mm. know, I'll say these little things because they're attacking me privately. Okay. You know, they don't it, attack it, me publicly. They attack me privately. It, it, it's hard when you when you get attacked privately like that, you know, and it's um, it, it's definitely tough. Yeah, I don't know because I've never been in that position. Nobody's like ever come at me, so I don't I don't know. Like I don't I wouldn't come have at any, me, bro. Right, I wouldn't have any words to like say to anybody like that because if somebody did come and said something to me like that, I mean, I've had some people private message me like people that I've known from my past. Or from my childhood, like about smoking cigars, like I'm gonna get cancer, and, you know. Like I, I get these, like I'm just saying this to you because I care about you. I haven't seen you in like 20 years. Like, yeah, how much do you care? You, care. Just, you just <laughs> right. ask me about my kids, right? Like, but you know, I just I don't respond. I I find it more better for me as a person to just not engage in that kind right. of negativity. But I don't get it. Like I don't get bombarded, yeah. so I don't know what that would be like. Exactly. You know, I, mean, I, I, I guess I, at some point you would feel the need to respond, but it's I, an attack. I, it, it, it is an attack. Yeah. I'm I'm just at the pearly gates. I'm just gonna drop Brad's name. It's like uh, you're <laughs> you're you're here to see who? Uh, Brad. He's you he's, 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 my name, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Brad, Brad Bradley Reef. He's got me, and I should I should be on the list. It's um just look uh, for the list. Yeah, just turn the page. I'm at will call. On the list. Wow. I, have, I don't know, and I, and I guess from like my own just past and stuff, like just a lot of the stuff that I've been through, not even just like with my son Wyatt, like you know, he went through so much stuff, and I I think to myself, life is so short. I don't have time for people who just want to be jerks or just want to get into my space in my you know in my head that I I don't have time for that. And, you know, and I just got to keep going forward and I have to keep looking for more positive things. And sometimes that's just like a coping mechanism. Yeah. So for me, it's just been like, you don't know where I've been. I don't yeah. know where you've been. So like back. And out. I think that's why the general people, you know, the majority of the American public or the world, uh, you know, live right, be right, get right. right. Uh, I'm not going to ask you what your faith is. I'm, I don't right. care. I care, but you know, I, I'm not. Right. I'm not going to make my business decisions based on your faith. Right, right, right. Jessica, you you made some. Uh, Wyatt, is it Wyatt that that, that has uh, Alzheimer's or not Alzheimer's? Um, uh, Down syndrome. Down. Yeah, he has Down syndrome. Okay, so I I had just we had just hired a girl who's, who's uh, she came here to work because her son has um, 
um, autism. Autism, yeah. Autism, autism. Yeah. And uh, it gives her a little more freedom. And what yeah. that you'll see her because I, I hope that she has a video on her first cigar. She was with a cigar before. By the way. Well, actually, my daughter, my daughter has Asperger's, so, she, which okay. is a higher functioning of autism. Absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely, it's been like, you know, I have three kids and like two of them have different disabilities. So I used to say right. to people, just call me Sybil. Like yeah. I have multiple personalities because now I have to be like so many different people at work, at home, with three different kids, mm. with three different personalities. <laughs> and like I so had four including Kevin. Let's just I be had, honest. And then I, <laughs> I, I had shirts when they were kids when we would go out in public. Graham said if uh if you met my family you would understand. And like I had like, you know, like autism mom or Down syndrome mom, and then why it used to be I'm rocking my extra chromosome or what? And then like <laughs> Uh, Gabby's had like uh, something like you know I have autism you don't have to stare because yeah. <laughs> she has like a little bit of a nervous tick where she hand flaps so sure, her, sure. her hands go like that sometimes sure. and so like people would stare and I'd be like what why are you looking like if you want to ask a question ask a question or right. you know like if she was having a meltdown I was like if you can get her to you know go through Walmart be my guest don't judge me. <laughs> You know, she can hear the register. She could smell like the meat down the aisle. She can hear the cash register. She can hear the toilet flushing. It's like being inside a speaker 24 seven that she can't shut off. You know, like don't judge. (laughs) That's why I say to people like, I don't really talk about Gabby that much because she's 14 and she, she's very high function. Like she knows you know, so she doesn't really want people to be like, oh, she has autism. She's like, I'm not disabled. Like, I don't want people saying that to me, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, I try not to ever focus on that because that's something she doesn't want to focus on. Yeah, I don't see those um, as disabilities, though. I mean, so, I think you, I you and I talked even about why, you know, that, that extra chromosome is extra love to me. Yeah, they have a different ability, you know? And, yeah. like, she, uh, you know, she went from, like, struggling as a young kid to now just, I mean, she's honor roll like she's killing it so you know yeah you got a good mama that's for that's for sure that's for sure so i I, i'm glad you guys said what you did thank you so i mean love you that kev you know that man my heart bro i mean like sincerely so i think that's one of the things that um that if if this world needs anything right now god almighty it's love i mean i mean it's just with, with the craziness going on and everyone misunderstood for every little thing they say uh, and everything else like that. I mean, there there's a sense of where, you know, if if you if you, I, I, I still don't get this, but if you name the name of Christ as your God and Savior, and you don't love people, and the first thing that someone thinks about you is judgment. Goodness, exactly. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't get that. I really don't. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a complete reckless, absolute mess of a person saved by God's grace, and that's it. You know, yeah. nothing, I, nothing I did by myself. It's all God. So, hey, Brad, I know you. I know you've got to go, man. But you just said something that that made me question something. Uh, real quick before we let you go, man. Yeah, yeah. As a business owner, is there really a coin shortage? Like, <laughs> you going to the bank and having a damn problem? Because I went to two stores today and they yeah. asked if I wanted to donate my change to charity. We all. We, it's called rounding up. <laughs> I, I didn't. You know, I will say this. I hate giving out pennies. And so I just gave people back more than they gave me. Yeah. I write up the next the next nickel at least. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there's a coin shortage. I don't. I don't no. think so. No. Walmart, Walmart, and Specs Liquor. I know. Did not want to give change out. 
Wow. Okay. Yeah. Maybe there is. I, I mean, we don't get Walmart numbers in here. I mean, obviously, we did. It'd be great. Sure. We um, really should just have no change. Like, yeah. it changes stupid. Just Thank make it even back. dollar. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, I don't know if there's a point shortage at all. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, if there is, that, that's awesome. But, uh, yeah, pennies, I never got the penny thing. Nickels, the I'd probably go the nickel typically with everybody. But uh, Yeah, nickels and dimes are good. You know, right. pennies can go away. Right, but, right. Give me my quarters at least, damn it. I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not donating that yeah, shit. That's it. Your change? Oh, you would if you came to the your change to the, to the, to the – uh, Kevin uh, Cigar Prop uh, yeah. Foundation. Donate it to the Diggin Cigar Fund. Yeah, <laughs> if you shop at Goodwill, you should round up because it goes to all the programs that Goodwill right. supports. Like right. Trailways Camp for special needs adults who've never gotten to go to camp. They get to go to for a whole week. There you go. Donate it to the down. Donate it to autism. Yep. Donate it to Asperger's. Donate it's it one to, of my favorite programs. Uh, Southwest Guide Dogs. Does. Yeah, right, right. it's called Trailways Camp, and it's fantastic. Well, well hey, it, it is. I'll tell you this much. Um, all that said, <laughs> uh, it is an absolute honor to be with you guys. It really has, and thank you so much again, Kev. And how me any time to come on because I, I love your show, and I, I I love you, and I'd be on here anytime like that. Jessica took the show at the end. I don't know what to do. I mean, she's she's she's, she's awesome at it. We just they're like. Okay, well, I, he hit the jackpot with a little uh, with uh, one internet click. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and uh, and and definitely, Brad. Thank you for coming on, and uh, and uh, I want to hear part two. Is Jesus still sexy? So, uh, so I, I'm going to need you to type type that up. And uh, is Jesus still sexy? I need you TPS report by three. Uh, yeah, and, uh, and uh, hopefully next time I'll get your dad to uh, talk a little bit more. Yeah, and, uh, yeah that's great. That's awesome, dude. So, all right, Brad. Th thank you for coming on and spending thank some time with us, brother. Peace. Appreciate right, you, love, love you. We'll see you. Bye. So, yes, is that Jesus. went off on a little tangent? Did that went off on a small tangent? But you know that that's okay. You know it's uh and, and here in Florida, I've been seeing the signs. There is a, a coin shortage is as well. Really yeah, and it's 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 very it's varying spots throughout the country. I don't know what that's it. Weird. I don't know Somebody what it said is. Kentucky is definitely having one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, I, I was crazy. I was in Fort Worth over the weekend, and someone told me that Kroger there um, plans to start today with the. You want a gift card for change, or do you want to donate your change to charity today? You know, because Walmart, Walmart is the biggest chain in the ass with thirty some odd registers and one that's open. I mean, but to be honest, be working in retail, checkout, yeah. I would love it if we had not well, to deal. And, with and I'm just wondering change. if there really is a shortage, or is I don't it, think there is. Is it because of COVID? Because uh -oh. coins touch, you're touching so much. Oh, well, that's, I will tell you, people are paying with their cards more than they have cash. Yeah. Our, depo our deposits are so light compared to what it used to be. I mean, we used to like put in like three to four grand in our deposit. Now it's like $800. Like cash is just, our, our sales are in credit. Yeah, and credit cards. The, the so. way I the way I saw it was the Fed Reserve, obviously, is at uh, you know minimum operating capacity. So you know they don't have their full staff. Uh, most people don't have their full staff. America isn't shopping like it it would. 
So Brinks isn't out there moving change. Yeah. So that's probably why there's a change shortage. Well, They're not that, trying to cancel out change in America. They're not trying to make it a cashless society it, like some of the the yeah. far people say. No, nobody but knows how to pain in the ass, dude. Nobody knows how to count count change back. Yeah, no. nobody knows how to count change or tell time anymore without seeing it digitally. Yeah, exactly. Or using a calculator. Exactly. <laughs> what this is. But uh, <laughs> I, I use calculators to spell boobs. Yeah, so yeah, I'm our, your pager. That, that's it. Yeah. So, Nine one one. So it's come to that time of the show. Diggins, go ahead and grab your cigar bands. It's time for the Tapping Ash Taking Names giveaway, presented by. So, all right. Damn it, people are already chiming in. So, uh, hold, 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 hold on. on. How many do I need to pull out? I've got three right now. But uh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah that, that's fine. So, um, um, Diggins has pulled, down, can you? pulled out a couple of bands. Um, let's see. Um, who cannot win um, is um, Brian Woodward, Kevin Corbless, Dan Curiel, G. Chance Matthews, <laughs> Jason Hawkins, Christina Harrison. So, let me go back up to the top. Hey, um, hey I'll, I will give you guys... A secret hint right now. Okay. Only if though, only if you watch our friend Caesar and Robert from the Smoke and Lead Disciples. Uh, all right. Oh. It was Caesar's number one cigar last year. Is oh. one of these bands. Oh, right on. If you watch See? them, you're gonna win. All right. So we got a uh, Padron, Rocky Patel, Olive, J.C. Newman, F.S.G. Oop, they came through fa so fast. I gotta back up. Uh, Leaf Espinosa. Wait, what do I do? Uh, Devin, just uh, throw out a, a cigar manufacturer. Diggins has a ban. Um, Fuente, Perdomo. Um, whoop, God, they're coming. I got to back up again. Um, H&S will be Hireman Solomon, AJ Fernandez, Drew Estate, Avo, um, CAO. And Avo is Caesar. We Caesar should, did hey, we should qualify that before we even start these. Drew Estate aren't in there yes. because they're a show sponsor. So Alec Bradley, oh, let me go back up. Uh, coming through Alec Bradley, Aging Room, AJ Fernandez, CAO, Rocky Patel, Tabak, Corona, Cohiba. Damn, I can't say it then. I'll give it away. <laughs> LOL. He can say because he can win. You know, uh, no, he can't win because oh, it was already win? a Caesar because it was already gave a, uh, uh, so LFD, um, uh, SOL Cubano, Corona 20th. Um, Juarez. Ah, yeah, yeah. Come on, guys. Give another hint. I'll pull out some more bands, all right? So I, I just grabbed another one. This guy wants tobacco to be grown on Mars. <laughs> so, all right. So um, uh, let's go back up to that. Padron, Rocky Patel, Olive, J.C. Newman, FSG, Leaf, Espinoza, Fuente, Perdomo, Hireman Solomon, A.J. Fernandez, Drew Estate, Avo, CAO, Acid, Alec Bradley, Aging Room, A.J. Fernandez... CAO, Do you guys Rocky realize Patel. how many different cigar I, 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 I know. Yeah, like we, we realize that every week when we do this game. I, 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 I I'm going to have to come up with a different Yeah, That's a fun game, though. That's a fun game. Is it fun? Tatuaje, <laughs> Protocol, Crown Heads, 
Zeal cigars, Crown Heads, Tabernacle. Um, let's. Uh, all right, all right. I'm gonna break it down right now. One of them was Caesar's number one last year. One of them wants tobacco to be grown on Mars. One of them has a million dollars worth of beef walking around the field. And one of them used to play basketball in the Dominican Republic. <laughs> this is a terrible game. Thank you. I agree. Kevin <laughs> Kevin knows all four of them, I bet. Yeah, so Tatuaje, let's see, La Gloria, Corona, DTT, Nub, My Father, Foundation. Foundation. My Father, who said it? My Father, um, um, Roger, Ro, Roger, Ro, this guy right here. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'll, my right. hint was this guy has a million dollars. Yeah. Walking around. Yeah. So um, okay. uh, um, I'm just, I, I apologize. I'm just going to call you Roger. Um, Roger, send me an email, Kevin at cigarprop.com, um, and you're going to win a, uh, a Corona cigar hat. Yeah. Um, and you're going to win a uh, a four pack of Corona cigars. You got two, two Florida Sungrowns in there. And you got two Corona house blends in there as as nice. well, um, along with some stickers and some stuff. Can from I just cigar also Pro. say something? You yeah. never let me say what cigar I was smoking tonight. Everybody answered, and nobody cared what I was smoking. No, no I was going to ask, but we got we got into the beef of the conversation. Yeah, nobody cared. That was you know the, what that cigar band is? That is the Corona 20th anniversary. Yeah, that's the Corona 20th yeah, Nicaraguan. Yeah, yeah. So, that was my number one yeah. last year. Awesome Damn cigar. It's on my list, too. So, so um, good. Um, all right, so next week, uh, next Sunday night, we've got a cigar reviewer, Tim Rollins. And then next Monday night, we, uh, uh, we welcome to the show Robert Caldwell of Caldwell Cigars. Um, another kooky guy that does not give interviews at all. He is rarely ever seen on the web, and uh, he is going to be joining us um, um, next Monday night. So. Yeah, I tried typing what my favorite cigar was, but yeah, know, it was a little. Under, I was like, I can't pay attention. That's it. But that that's one of my favorite cigars. But if I have to be honest, probably I'll I'll keep my true fat bottom betty yeah she's my yeah. girl i love her kevin at cigarprop.com <laughs> rodrigo cigarprop you can always yes, go Adam, um, you have to try and that. then uh caesar it was a uh one of the bands was a trinidad that's right uh, so, um so that was uh caesar's so um make sure um uh, check the show notes down below for coupon codes discounts um um make sure you head over to coronacigar.com if you need any cigars um, all the links down below for all the social medias of Cigar Prop, uh, Jessica Diggins, and then um, like I said, um, just a uh, um, and Zeal Cigars has new yep, Zeal Cigars. Brad, all his social medias yeah. are down below, and um, uh, we'll have a uh, Corona Cigar play us out. <laughs>